0: y'all all around
1: cheers y'all
0: everybody saying we're sitting way too close together hey!
1: <laughs> well.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this fine little radio program, the world-famous Smoking and Toastin', show number 178 is here, and yes, we are uh, breaking social distancing rules by sitting far too close together. Oh,
0: you're leaning back. We're sanitizing yeah. via bourbon. Yeah.
2: I just want you to know we've done, we've 409'd the whole, um, the whole room. I mean, everything was wiped down thoroughly, so we're feeling pretty okay about being here and uh, doing the show. And hopefully, that's uh, something that can that can continue. It's show number 178. We are doing our first ever whiskey blind taste test today. We'll get to what that means and uh, who our special guests are momentarily. But we want to let you know that we're brought, brought to you by B&B Butchers and Restaurant, 1814 Washington Ave in Houston, and in the shops at Clear Fork and Fort Worth, BB Italia on Memorial in Houston, BB Lemon on Washington Ave, and the Annie Cafe and Bar on Post Oak Boulevard in Houston. But don't go to any of them today because they're all closed. But order uh, out, yeah. But order out, yeah. exactly. That's the way to do it. And we're also brought to you by our latest sponsor, Corona Beer, whose new slogan is "We swear to God, we had nothing to do with it."
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, not really, no, honestly. Uh, so they actually did. I'm have still surprised to do with it. that people just aren't drinking Corona beer. Now, I'm not, I'm not a Corona beer drinker in the first place, right. so I have a good excuse to not drink Corona beer. Right. But I'm pretty sure you're not getting coronavirus. From Corona beer, that's just
2: you know, that's just the never. What was it? Was it P.T. Barnum who said, "You'll never go broke by uh, underestimating the intelligence of the American public." Well,
0: didn't it wasn't either the one that had the sign that said, "To see the egress." Yeah, <laughs> and everyone went out to see the egress and had yeah. to pay to get back in. Yeah, <laughs>
2: uh, welcome to the show. Uh, a couple of our very favorite special guests, uh, friends of the show, but not Brian's um, favorite. I see, but not Brian's favorite. No, <laughs> Wiki what is it? at all? Hell, Alan and Chris. <laughs> crossing yeah, yeah. His <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> well, uh, Alan Denny is here. Alan, welcome to the show. I oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's so nice to have you back. It's nice to be back. You know, and uh, we are thrilled to have you here. We know that you are uh, obviously a friend of the show. Uh, even though we've been told that nobody cares about you, we care about you. So that's that's good enough for us because it's our show. Uh, and then uh, we are, of course, doing uh, the whiskey blind taste test today. And so it would not be appropriate to do a blind taste test of whiskey without, without at Woodard. least one whiskey expert in the room. You knew that was coming, and right? And so uh, we invited our uh, uh, the, really the only whiskey expert we know. No offense, Alan.
3: What about Wade Woodard?
2: Well, I don't know. Wade's an expert (laughs) on whiskey labeling. I'll give him that. He's an expert on whiskey labeling. Uh, No, uh, Chris Hart, who's been acclaimed and and is, um, you know, not only the guy that's, you know, behind the Houston Bourbon Society and the Houston Whiskey Social, two of our favorite things, but he has also been acclaimed by Texas Monthly Magazine as a whiskey expert. So,
4: it's great to have you on, Chris. Thanks for having me back. I'll try to be better this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you were great last I hate, time. I hated that beer last time. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's, but see, that's
2: that's okay. See, on on this show, it's okay to say what you you know really think. So I hope so. So you guys uh, saying healthy coronavirus stuff is like affecting everything. Yep. But uh, well, we are thrilled to be here doing the show. I know a lot of people are working from home, so I'm wondering if that means we'll have like even larger viewership today. Or if it means we'll have smaller viewership today, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) So could be it's easier to watch, you know, if you're working from home. But then again... You might not need the distraction. You may be watching, you know, Star Trek: Picard or something while you uh, sure, sure. Uh, it's uh, worth watching. It's yeah, pretty
4: good. Absolutely. It's a really it's good. good show, yeah. isn't yeah. it?
2: Okay. I hang out with a lot of geeks. Geeked out for a moment there, but it's all good. Uh, so, welcome to the program. We are uh, very excited to get to our whiskey tastings, which we'll do in the next segment. We're only going to do one beer tasting today. We'll do that in our first segment, uh, and so we'll get to that in just a moment. But this show is crazy. It's going to be a nutty show, and we're trying to keep the segments uh, a little shorter. We'll do a bonus segment at the end because I have a feeling. We're not going to be finished. So uh, that's just the way it'll roll. Ian, um, welcome. It's great to see you. And uh tell me about uh tell me about your week. Tell me about your uh, your smoking experiences. You smoke anything interesting lately? I did.
0: I had an H. Upman eighteen forty four in Yeho this morning. Oh, nice. It was nice. I'm
2: assuming it was nice. You tell Thanks, me. Man. Is that the
4: one we had earlier? Yes uh, I mean, well, you had it I had something you, Yeah, you had something Yeah, Well, we're going to hear about yours We're going to hear about
0: yours in just a minute here So while while we were talking, I was also uh, doing my cigar review uh, So the appearance on this He thing, wasn't listening to you, in other words, is, Chris That's what he was trying that's to what say. Heard, That's yeah. what I heard That's Were you there, actually? I was there, I so, was okay.
4: there <laughs> was Sitting cool. across
0: from you the you appropriate You had to be there because I had a whiskey yeah. in my hand Yeah And whiskey That's <laughs> a nice thing Anyway, um Uh, So the appearance on this is uh, kind of a milk chocolate brown, smooth with some veins, mostly firm. I like the label on it. It's a real classy kind of brushed brass look. It's a paper label, but it looks like kind of like that brushed brass with a brown label. Uh, The pre-light sniff on this, earthy, barnyard, coffee, sweet spice, um, was what I was getting off it. On the draw, I used a clip. Uh, the draw was effortless on this, real mild, sweet creaminess right off the uh, right off the beginning of this with mild spice and tangy, fruity kind of finish to the pre-light draw. The pre-light draw was almost as interesting as smoking a cigar. I, I
2: love when that happens, was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was
0: really cool. The initial light on this had some mild pepper, uh, toast, cashew, coffee, sweet creaminess right off the bat. I mean, this was... If you're a if you're a mild to medium cigar smoker, this is like the next level for you because this is a medium minus, mm-hmm. maybe. Like, if you take the center point of what a medium-strength cigar would be, slightly underneath that overall. I'll go ahead and give that away. Um, But the sweet creaminess that that follows throughout the cigar is absolutely— you'll hear me say this a bunch of times. So the first third of this toast, sweet cream butter. It had this kind of butteriness to it that was really, really delicious. Nice. And I don't know that I've ever tasted that particular flavor in a cigar. It was really interesting. Hmm. Uh, Cashew was definitely—it like had a nuttiness, but it was definitely cashew. You know how cashew has that kind of sweetness Mm -hmm. to it? It was definitely that kind of sweetness to the to the nutty flavors, and it's tangy, a little bit earthy finish on it. Um, big silky smoke. I kept blowing uh, smoke rings the whole time we were uh, sitting there chatting. I've never learned how to do that. Uh, you know, I'm not great at it, but it's enjoyable anyway. <laughs> uh, the nuttiness and coffee uh, dominates the second third of the cigar. Notes of sweet cream and earth with light pepper finish. Perfect burn on this thing. Nice. Like uh, you can look at the pictures and see the perfect burn. The uh, the last third of the cigar, pepper ramps up. Sweet, creamy notes remain, um, but the pepper ramps up in a way where it's not too strong. Uh, it, 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 it was nice. It was there. But it, it, the cigar with the pepper notes leads you into the pepper notes. It doesn't start off as a pepper bomb. But the pepper notes build up a little bit over the body, of the, over, the, over the smoking time of the cigar. The body builds up just a little bit to where by the end of it, it's very, very nice flavor and keeps it interesting and keeps it intense. Um, the finish on this cigar at that point in time is very sweet. Uh, sweet, nutty, and earthy kind of flavors. A lot of coffee going all the way through this. I was super happy with it. Uh, this is a seven and a half dollar cigar. I'm going to easily give it a five and a half on the scale. Nice. It's worth every penny of that seven and a half dollars. Maybe a little more. If I paid eight and a half or nine, I'd be probably quite happy with it. Nice. Um, it, uh, it smoked reasonably fast It wasn't a super long smoke uh, But it was a very nice cigar So Excellent. overall, five and a half I was real happy with it Not bad, not bad at all How about you?
2: I, uh, I did something interesting this week I uh, smoked uh, something that I, I saw In a um, cigar shop in the French Quarter In New Orleans My wife and I had uh, gone down there uh, A week or so ago and uh, I saw this. And I go, oh, I've never seen this before. So I grabbed it, and uh, well, I didn't just grab it; I paid for it. Uh, but I, uh, then they I've, tackled you yeah, on the way, <laughs> out the <door>. right. <laughs> brought it home with me, and uh, and wound up smoking it this week. Now it's a Deadwood Tobacco Sweet Jane Sturgis Edition, uh, Sturgis Limited Edition uh, cigar, and I,
0: I've had the Sweet Jane. Okay. And my wife loves the Sweet Jane cigars a lot I think it's a pretty good cigar overall I've never seen the Sturgis edition
2: Well, this is how clueless I am I had no idea that this was an infused cigar Yeah I just, it just you know, it looked good in the box I didn't pay attention I just like, oh, oh. It's not it's infused. infused It's not infused What do you mean it's not infused? It's pipe tobacco There it is Well, okay, so we'll get to that uh, here, uh, I didn't know at the time that Deadwood was made by Drew Estate So uh, then I might have guessed that there would be some kind of additional mm-hmm. infusion or uh, additional let's, flavoring Let's face to it, it so. though,
0: do you have a picture of the label? You bought it because the label's uh, awesome The label was just
2: way too yeah. cool Yeah, and and uh, it's, it's on a, it's on the picture that you'll see there It's, a, it's a, you're, So you're right, you know, you put a skull or a Day of the Dead thing on something I'll probably buy at least one <laughs> Yeah, I've seen try. a few of the yes. tequila bottles at your house Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see, see, there you go So here's the particulars uh, Nicaraguan tobacco, Maduro wrapper uh, I could detect some sweetness on it when I was, you know, punching it and getting it ready Uh, And uh, so once I fired it up And and then I realized it was infused Or Alan has corrected me That it's actually uh, pipe tobacco Which makes total sense, by the way Based on the flavors I was getting Um, So anyway, once I could tell it was flavored I uh, I went off to the Internet, and I discovered why the cigar reminded me so much of an you, acid. You asked it was the Googles. Uh, I asked the Googles, and uh, it was made by Drew Estate. So the pre-light uh, was dominated by a real distinct sweetness. Once I lit it, that honeyed sort of sweetness vibe was joined by a more traditional Maduro tobacco sweetness. They both kind of worked together on that. That's Cavendish, uh, by yeah. the way. That you're well, yes. Yeah. Of that uh, lot. So honestly, it took me a few moments to get used to this because I wasn't expecting it. But once uh, you know, once I kind of settled settled down, uh, I started to really enjoy it. The flavor reminded me. Of the Acid Cold Fusion Tea cigar, which is one that I used to smoke uh, quite frequently. Uh, it was very smooth, very full of flavor. The Deadwood line uh, from Drew Estate is named after the Deadwood Tobacco Company and Cigar Bar mm-hmm. in Deadwood, South Dakota, which is one of the first locations that ever carried Drew Estate cigars. And uh, that was back when Jonathan Drew was first starting out. In addition, they made this one to... Commemorate the Sturgis Bike Rally Which of course has all the major ties to Deadwood and uh, uh, So in addition to the sweetness There were solid notes of coffee, Earl Grey tea The burn was perfect And yes, Cavendish Absolutely It it reminded me of having a very aromatic pipe smoke So um, After I got over my initial surprise um, I really loved it uh, I hadn't had an acid in quite some time Although I did try one of those Newly re-released Lars Teton cigars this was actually much better, uh, much better. Uh, it was medium-bodied, bodied, quite good. If you don't like flavored cigars at all, this one's not going to change your mind. Uh, but if you're like me and you enjoy them once in a while, it's a nice one to have in your humidor. Eight to nine dollars cigar, price to quality. I'll give it a five. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't want to have paid ten bucks for it, but uh, I enjoyed it. So
0: there's a there's a few in that line. There's the Fat Bottom Betty, and there's the um... well. Crazy Alice. Yes. Crazy it, Alice, so yeah. it's
2: interesting that you mentioned that. Isn't the that line nice? has 3 Sweet mm-hmm. Jane, Crazy Alice, Fat Bottom Betty, and the line was originally called 3 Yummy Bitches. <laughs> Not exactly the most woke uh, name, but they changed it and sharing that allowed me to say woke and bitches on the same show, which <laughs> are, I, you know, which is always so been a, they a, also, a dream of mine. They
0: also know? offer the Sweet Jane in a tin. Mm-hmm. Yes, with, with ten the, the little cigarellas. The yeah. smaller, mm-hmm. yeah, the almost, is this cigarilla size? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And like I said, my wife loves those because she doesn't like to dedicate a lot of time to smoking a cigar. And, and she, she likes enjoys the, the flavored or, yeah. cigars, but she also doesn't like the ones that are infused like really heavy perfumey stuff. Mm-hmm. And those have become her favorite because it's a very authentic Right. Sweet cigar. It was it's an not, enjoyable smoke. I mean, yeah, I was, it doesn't I, taste. It doesn't smell or taste like weird perfume. To be totally honest, once I,
2: once I got into the first third, I thought I don't think I'm going to like this very much. By the time I finished the cigar, I really yep. enjoyed it. So it was very. Cool. Yeah, it's a little polarizing. Now, actually. Chris, when Ian was you know doing his cigar research today, you had something that you weren't so crazy about.
4: Yeah, so Ian reached out to me this morning and said, Hey, I'm going to be at uh, Casa de Monte Cristo. Do you want to come by and have a smoke? I said, You know, it's been a minute. I'm going to have a smoke. Let's do it. So mm-hmm. I, I walked in and I was kind of in the mood for an Opus. I've always loved those special occasion Opus. Mm-hmm. I don't get to see you guys very often. I wanted to kind of treat myself, nice. right? I do like an Opus. But I walked in and sitting right next to the Opus X's were the My Father's Sticks, the, is it Jaime Garcia, Jaime Jaime Garcia, Garcia, Mm -hmm. the Reserva Special, 10th anniversary 2019, and I thought it looks good, I have had great experiences with My Father's cigars, Mm -hmm. let's do that. Now it was $20 a stick, Wow. decent (coughs) ring gauge, I Mm -hmm. I don't know what the ring gauge is, I'm going to guess 54, Mm -hmm. it felt like a nice 54 uh, ring gauge. And at least uh, six and a half to seven inches, depending on who you ask. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, unless you ask a fisherman, then it was yeah. twelve inches.
4: And it, it, it as soon as I cut it, it, it the wrapper broke. Uh, the draw, <laughs> oh, the draw man, was a, the draw was a bit stiff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it had trouble keeping evenly lit. It just was a bad stick.
2: You it, know th- that's that's disappointing enough if it's a six or seven dollar cigar. But when you've paid big, oh, you know, it, you paid twenty super bucks, premium huh? money for a cigar, I so disappointed. I'll
0: put
4: it this way: I hate the stick more than I hate the coronavirus. And I, uh, I,
2: well, here's the deal: well, At twenty dollars
0: a stick. When the wrapper cracks when you cut it, mm-hmm. and it's not like this is your first cigar, so it's not like you were fumbling around wondering what to do. Sure, sure. You know, uh, like, and that that sucks. It just
4: it just wasn't good. It was dry. I don't know if it was a one off. You know, sometimes you have cons- consistency variations between sticks. Uh, I, I wasn't happy. Overall, I'll keep it short. Uh, I would not have bought that again. And even if the next stick is markedly better, I still probably will never
2: buy right. another one. Because now you have the stigma. See, you're absolutely right. And, I, and I've i had that issue with a few cigars. That it's really hard to plunk down the money again if you had a bad experience, especially if it was really expensive. Well, so. we,
4: we've had the same conversation about the stick that we did. Uh, the, the, the blend that we did with Room 101 was a $10 stick, and uh, the, the sample I had was fantastic. But when they actually came in, is this for me?
2: Uh, well, uh, did you notice you, how hard you, I you, poured that? If yeah, you yeah. don't,
4: if you don't have one, yes, <laughs> you're a good man. Yeah, no. When, when those sticks came in, they, they, the first, we, me and Alan opened them together. The first half pack all cracked as soon as we cut them. Cut them. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if it was a humidity issue or construction issue or just. And a, the
2: flavor um, was so great on those cigars too.
4: I, I don't know if, it, dude. Uh, the the draw on them were perfect. The flavor was fine. It was construction issues. That was the yep. only problem yep. we had. And Which unfortunately, one we our, our um, the, the whiskey oh, also yeah, yeah, stick, yeah. yeah I had some issues with uh, some of mine. Unfortunately, uh, you, you're paying ten dollars a stick or hundred a hundred dollars per ten pack. If it if it's gonna break like that, and that's nothing that we could have done. You it's right. just like a barrel selection for whiskey. When you taste samples. You expect them to be a speaking example for the entire for the barrel, entire line, yeah, sure, sure. Right. Mm-hmm. When we did our our pick, we we loved them and, and they didn't uh, they sold well at first, but then they lagged. I wonder yeah, why. I wonder why. Sure. So I did hear from a few people of construction issues, and that's, that's something I, that we. I sent could, you
2: a photo of when I was. Yeah. yeah you and yeah. Wade,
4: so Wade both.
0: Yeah. Mine. I think my my. 10-pack that I bought was luckier than yours, because yours, I think almost all of yours had issues. Mine, I only had issues with, I think, three of the cigars, Mm -hmm. and the rest of them smoked really And and we loved them as is, but... And then remember, when you had them uh, before, when you came on the show, or we went to your... We did your podcast, and we came on, and you handed us a few, and we yeah. had fine, There's no problem. Yeah, they were with
2: wonderful. Yeah, yeah, and they were, they were great cigars. It's just, and that's frustrating. And that's got to be super frustrating to oh sure to the to you of course hundred percent. If we try to uh, do know. it
4: again, good luck. Even if right. they're great, it's going <laughs> to take some word of mouth before they they move. Well, you know what?
2: We'll make sure to get some and smoke them, and if we, uh, uh, you know. Have good experiences. We can pass that on and help uh, help make another because because I love that you guys did your own cigar. I thought that I, was great. I, was I love cool.
4: the idea. You know, we're in a, a beautiful position to be able to bring cool. I can cuss on the show, right? Yes. I love the idea of bringing cool shit to Houston, but it has to be good. Yes Or what's the point
2: Or what's the point, exactly Consistently good Consistently uh, good Yes, there you go So uh, I wanted to jump into the beer Uh, Ian has already poured this I brought these back from New Orleans Dank Only to discover that they actually have a brewery in Houston, too They have a brewery and taproom in Houston and New Orleans Uh, It is Holy Roller Hazy Juicy IPA from Urban South Brewery and uh, I checked them out on the Internet, as I want to do, and uh, discovered, yes, they have a tap room and, and brewery in Houston as well as New Orleans. I had one of these at lunch uh, when I was in New Orleans, and I thought, ooh, i got to buy a six-pack of those before I uh, head out, and we'll try this on the show. So I wanted to see what you guys think. I know uh, I'm generally the IPA guy. Ian likes some of them, not all of them. But, Chris, I know you really like the hazies, so I thought this would be a
0: good— a good let time. M- let me go ahead and show. just straighten that up. I like good beers. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: Uh,
4: yeah. No. 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 <laughs> good, good is good. If it's good, it's good. I, I'm with you 100. We've uh,
2: we've disagreed on some IPAs. You know, <laughs> this but has a
4: sweet a- note up front, very juicy, and there's a little bit of that dank pine note that kind of reminds you of. I mean, I don't. I'm not. Have you ever heard of something called marijuana? There's a like a danky, funky. From what Skunk. I understand,
2: there's, there's a bit of that there. Yes, yeah. this does
0: have a like not okay. So there's a there's a actual thing that's called like beer skunks. If it's, mm-hmm. um, it's exposed supposed to, to light, temperatures, and- UV, and uh, or bad or. Bad temperature fluxes and things like that. So, this doesn't have that kind of skunk, but yeah. it does have that, like what you're talking a about, dangness, it's a, little yeah. a, little, a, little a little resonance, a little funky, little resonance funk in the uh, yeah. in the back of it. And I got to tell you, for right. something that has that resonance, I just chewed on a pine cone a little bit, kind of flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't finish and leave you stuck with the pine cone in your teeth. Right, it finishes this, more citrus. This is actually pretty well balanced overall. If you ask me, I think it's great. I, yeah. I
2: love that it's uh, made with uh, mosaic and citra hops. And it says on the can, a bold IPA for all of us caught between best intentions and bad behavior. So it's, good, good marketing. Uh, and it's Holy Roller.
0: Did we show that to the camera? Yeah, then? I had it up no, there okay. Uh Hazy, juicy IPA. It's interesting because it doesn't taste like it's... With- Alan, do you have anything to say? You drank all yours. Not all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I found an IPA I like.
0: You like this one? This one? I,
3: now, I'm also one of those guys that in the morning I can drink a glass of grapefruit juice. I love it. Right. That's what I get a That's lot of. A lot of, of Great fruit. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. And you're I a Heineken like drinker, this. right? Nope. I agree. You yes. like Heineken? Oh, Heineken's not God. an IPA. No, no, no. no. But, but he's a Heineken drinker. No, in general. I'm not. What? <laughs> I drink stout. Wiki Brian is saying uh, he's defining beer skunk. See he no. also Heineken. Okay, uh, yeah.
0: Heineken. Heineken comes in a green bottle, and skunk flavor is just a part of what I think people like expect from that. And I can't understand why people. like Love that beer. It's oh, very bizarre to me. It is. Um, I was told one time, though, because uh, I was railing on uh, Heineken for being crappy beer, I was told it wasn't that bad a beer if you buy it or if you get it out of a keg. So I bought one of those little mini kegs. To test the theory. And tested the theory. And it's actually substantially better out of a mini keg than a green bottle. I know but people- it's still, I think it has a little bit of that skunk flavor. And I think the reason it has that skunk flavor is because that's what people expect. It's been tasting like that for so long. That they, I think they maybe had to even like make that just a part of the flavor. I don't know what the deal
2: is. I actually know people who drink Heineken over ice. It dilutes it and takes away a little of the skunk flavor. And I'm like, well... Why should you, you want, have to take away the skunk flavor? If, if you want diluted beer, if you just, just get a Michelob Ultra. Yeah, why don't you just buy a beer
0: that doesn't have that skunk flavor? Right,
2: right. And it doesn't have any of the skunk uh, flavor. Okay, we're going to take a break. We, we are uh, about to get into the blind whiskey taste test. But uh, thank you guys for sampling uh, the beer. And I hope you liked it. I... Uh, Thought it was great and wanted to bring it back to share it with you guys. So Thank beer. thanks so much. And, and now I'm can finding you find out, it locally. Now I'm finding out I can get it here
4: in uh, in Houston. Yes. So, but not just the taproom on the shelf.
2: I have not seen it on the <clears throat> shelf, but I bet we could find it. The sound you just heard, by the way, was the whiskey bottles clanking together because Adam's got a huge collection of them. Chris brought some in, Alan brought some, Ian brought some, I brought some. So, uh, I brought all the cheap stuff. So, you can blame me for that. Uh, but we'll uh, be back and start the blind taste testing in our next segment. It's Smoking a Toast in Show number 178. Jesus. Halfway to, to 200.
0: 200. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I was about to say, we have 14, uh, 12 bottles <laughs> <laughs> of it. All right, Adam, go ahead and uh, start pouring it in your leg.
2: Welcome back. It's smoking and toasting. We are so glad to have you uh, checking out show number 178. It's our first ever whiskey-blind taste test. We'll get to that in just a moment. And our guests are Alan Denning and Christopher Hart. We're brought to you by B&B Butchers & Restaurant. All the uh, B&B and related uh, restaurants are closed right now, but check them out for takeout. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, once this uh, stuff all finally uh, returns slightly more to normal... Uh, then go back and, and you know and enjoy the bacon. Here's
0: the thing: if their butcher shop is still open, yeah, you can take the chef Tommy bacon yeah. kit home. You've been oh, talking I about this. do that. You've been talking yeah, about this can for a long Buy the time. kit, yes, okay, got and it. take it home, and has everything you need to make that amazing, delicious. I want to like where like Cologne bacon. Oh, we
3: need to ask Jeremiah if the your shop is open. I would for go sure. over there
0: right after yeah. this because I got um, nothing going
3: on. Yeah, that's that's uh,
2: that's absolutely a great idea. Yeah. Now, a lot of the bars and restaurants in our area, you're not supposed to. Be I'm, not, I'm sorry, sorry. Yet. I didn't know. I didn't uh, know where you're supposed to start. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so, a lot of the bars and restaurants in our area are closed, except for uh, takeout orders, as people do, you know, self isolation for the coronavirus, and as uh, You know, people begin to, you know, grapple with all of this. There's, as of now, 200,000 confirmed cases around the world, but a herd of elephants in China have uh, found an interesting way to make the most of people putting themselves in um, Uh, uh, self-isolation. There is, um, let's see now... uh, I've lost the uh, I've lost the article. I apologize. I'm familiar General. with it. If you uh, well, basically the elephants uh, uh, self isolated in an area where they located some whiskey and basically like drank themselves silly and and there's <laughs> photos on the internet of the elephants just like passed out, down, you know, elephants. passed out drunken elephants out drunken elephants from uh, nice. uh, they broke into a place uh, to self isolate apparently and uh, did it with whiskey so hey, if
0: you're gonna if you're gonna self-isolate isolate where there's whiskey right, right? Yeah, it's 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 just a wonderful I'm gonna idea. do that I'll call it my house so That's speaking
2: of, so, speaking of whiskey here's how the uh, blind taste test is gonna work We're gonna do four uh, quick tastes per segment. We'll uh, talk a little bit about them, whether we like them, what we we get. And then we'll rank them, one through four, at the end of the segment. After we rank them, Adam will reveal to us what each one of them was. Are they all bourbon? No, they're not all bourbon. Okay. Okay. At the end of the show, uh, uh, we will go back and say, of the things we tasted, these were our favorites. Let's say maybe our top five. Uh, out of out of the whole show, <coughs> okay. Okay. So let's start with the first one. I know Chris got a, a head start, so maybe Chris, you can offer your first thoughts.
4: Yeah. So uh, this is one of two things. Mm-hmm. I think it's either sourced whiskey, young whiskey, or mm-hmm. uh, craft whiskey. So there's a it's a bit off putting <laughs> a little bit. You uh, you a little green? Green?
3: It's either craft or sourced Well, <laughs> <They're> <laughs> maple-y. What I mean is
4: like someone who's new, like you know, a lot of young Texas distillers. Yeah. There's only mm-hmm. like you know, their their whiskey's like 15 months old versus 10 years and that right. sort of thing. Right. Uh, or it's sourced whiskey. I mean, the nose on it is not completely off putting, but
3: Mm-mm, the nose is caramel. I was going to say, I, I actually like it because it's got a. Uh, I don't it hate is, it.
0: It is a little young. I agree. It's but the aftertaste, young. though. The aftertaste yeah. has yeah. that kind of green, youngish kind of thing yes, going that's, on. Yeah,
2: that's when you get that sense of it maybe being a little more young, but I do love the caramel. I think the caramel is fantastic. Um. So, all right. Um, Overall, I'm not a fan. Overall, not a fan. All right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and move to number two.
4: Can I also mention uh, that IPA that you poured last segment? I can't yes. get over how great it was. It, it reminds that me. That was a lot of fun, wasn't so it? So we, we briefly talked about uh, Spindle Tap being great. Mm-hmm. I love Houston Hayes. Uh, yes. When I say it's a daily drinker, I mean we always keep it stocked. It's, and a, it's f- a great daily drinker. It's nothing special, Houston but Hayes also House. fantastic. But and
2: their 5% tint? I was just about to shit on it. Oh, really? Yeah. I love it. It's I one of I think there's my a consistency beers. issue. Like well, every- I haven't run into that, so.
4: Other than that, I, think it's, it's, I don't hate it, but Houston Hayes is fantastic. I definitely think 5% tint kind of a not as great as as Houston Hayes. Well, but clearly
2: it's not as high ABV and it's not as high calories, and so it's gonna not step quite up to where Houston Hayes does. Uh, I just had their double, by the way, which was fantastic. Just their just, double, yeah. They've oh the Calavera uh, thing that we talked about. No, they've they've released a double IPA, uh, and it's it's got this old. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it off the top of my head, and I'm not doing it. But the illustration on it is an old like a 16 bit video game look. Uh, To it, and the guy's got hops for hands, but it's all very uh, like old school video game uh, looking. I'll have to look it up. We have the internet so we can do that. Sure. But
4: let's let's move forward to whiskey number two. So this is obviously peated scotch. Mm.
2: Oh, how could you tell? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No way. The barbecue note. The barbecue note. Well, I asked Ian to at least bring one, uh, possibly two. Uh, peated scotches just to throw into the mix Because uh, even though we're not doing a peated taste test I thought it would be interesting to see How these fare with us In in the midst of all of this Because you sure. sure, yes. when you're standing in the aisle at the store like you're like, what do I want? You know, I could go this way, I could go that way. So it's good to it's good to get a sense in a in a larger, more worldview sense of of how these uh, of how these affect us. Uh, your thoughts, Chris? Yeah,
4: so two things. One, I think the beer you're talking about is called Heavy Hands. Heavy Hands. That's it. Yep. Thank you. And uh, secondly, this is this is it. Reminds me of Ardbeg. This uh, reminds yeah, you. Yeah, this reminds me of Ardbeg, but kind of a a little older Ardbeg. It's not super young. Their their mm-hmm. younger Ardbeg is really bright. Uh, but I'm a huge fan of Ardbeg, and I'm definitely getting that Ardbeg petrol note.
3: Ellen? I don't like Pete.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what did uh, Pete ever do to you? Huh? <laughs> well, Whiskey okay, Pete guys. has been a. I mean, uh, <laughs> not, you know, know, since not the first time I met Chris, but the first time we had a meeting.
4: Yeah, you were a 14 uh, Caribbean cask. Yeah,
3: and, and Chris introduced me to some Pete's, and it's just not my jam. And he has tried over the years different stuff. Here, tried this. We even had a a peated bottle share one time. And it or a or, uh, uh, yeah. And it, so it's the time that Alex from NASA sold that
4: bottle to Gene. It's oh uh, the, the, we did an Isla tasting one time. Yeah. Uh, the the I've tried to convince him. He's not sold on Pete, but. Uh, are we going to find out what these are? Because yes. I would like to know what the first one was. At the
2: end of the segment, once we've ranked these four on, a, on our personal uh, okay. list, we'll find out what they all
3: are. So Westland does uh, an American peated whiskey that I actually enjoy, because it's more the smoke and the salt. It's not that medicinal taste. This sure. is not as bad as some of the ones I've had. Which makes me think it's a little older. It's yeah. probably like a special Have you
4: edition. had the
0: uh, Kill Almond?
3: I've had it's to. It's more smoky than peaty. Some of the some of the ones that are that are more smoky I can do. Well, it's the it's the Ardbegs and the Lafroigs that just I don't want anything to do with uh, them. Ian really kind of got me going on on peated whiskeys. I'd
2: had them before, but it wasn't really my jam either, and so I didn't really stay with it. Um, thanks to Ian, I've you know tasted more and begun to develop a bit of a taste for it.
0: Like I, I can appreciate it much so, more than I did. Pete initially. is a very polarizing taste in the first place. Sure, sure of course. And, and a lot of people will liken it to a band aid or say it has a very medicinal kind mm-hmm. of flavor. But the fact is, if you taste this whiskey here and you get right past the peat, there's a, just a wonderful sweetness yes, to it. agreed that, that really a mm. nice sweetness.
2: Uh, so your take on this? You like this? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it too. And uh, and again, I'm not the world's biggest uh, Pete guy, but this is uh, this is working for me. So this, my my liking, this is kind of like Ian liking an IPA. You, you know,
4: the, what, the only thing I'm struggling with is I'm still you know, we smoked cigars before this, mm-hmm. and it is messing with my mind a little bit. Because I'm, ha- I'm having, yeah, a I don't little... have that
2: problem, but I smoke cigars regularly, yeah. so I'm not uh, uh, I'm used to that being part of my palate experience, I guess.
0: So. You get a cleansing wipe and wipe your tongue off.
2: <laughs> we do have some <laughs> of those, but we have a bottle of four hundred nine. All right, let's go to the uh, third sample. We'll do four four samples in this segment. Thank you, Adam. And Adam is Oof. randomizing these for us. So the this smell seems, on this is fantastic.
4: Yeah. Uh, this right. smells
0: like maple syrup and oh man. bacon. Mm. This
2: smells like a
4: dusty a dusty bourbon. Yeah, a dusty bourbon. Okay, reminds me of this.
2: What is that? Uh, well we'll get to that. that, I guess.
4: It's an it's an eighties beam mm. decanter, hundred and mm. seventy fifth anniversary. Uh but it's got that that oh yeah. Well let me just tell you, this is freaking fantastic. Yeah, that, so far <laughs> this that's is definitely so the winner good. of this round. Oh yeah. So
2: good, so good. Ian.
0: I had to do a little palate cleanse on there, but um after the peat. Yeah, after the peat, I thought the well I drank. And a the cigar bottle, and the, the yellow, beer. Really beer. Really nice. <laughs> um this is what we this do. This is really we're, really we're good. This quote this has a lot of what I like in the bourbon. This has that great clean mineral aftertaste <clears> that I really enjoy <throat> yes. and um and it's really really sweet and round up front.
4: Mhm. Have you ever uh thought about doing a themed version of this show like where you uh you guys both have a few drinks, watch a controversial movie and then argue over whether or not it was good? Like I'd lo- I'd love to do an episode of this where we argue over how bad Once
0: Upon a Time in Hollywood was.
4: But see,
2: this that
0: was is not a good movie. Oh, can we do awesome. a show on how awesome Conan is? So see, which this one? Is, this is Conan, the, the only one, one. the Barbarians, or remake. the talk show host. Oh, you mean, yeah, the talk show host is fantastic. We don't yeah. talk about anything except for the first Conan. Okay. There, there so. is no, there is Shame no on anything. you for every, even mentioning our mentioning Aquaman, hey, we the can Aquaman all watch outbreak. And then it's kind uh, of like, that's kind of like talking about the third Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the third. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't yeah. one. There was a third Godfather? No. <laughs> no. Exactly.
2: Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> slightly the rules, redeemed. <laughs> the rules of Godfather, you don't talk <laughs> about <laughs> the third Godfather. Yeah.
3: Uh, so this, uh, uh, Alan, your thoughts on oh, this? Oh, this is great. It's a little bit hotter. and. hmm. I like higher proof stuff, so mm-hmm. this was this is phenomenal. I,
4: I still put this at sub sub hundred proof. I'd say probably 90. 80, 43 to forty six percent. All right, let's go to our final one for this segment, and then once we have
2: uh, tasted these, we'll rank the four on our personal, uh, you know. Tasteometer. Well, I'll tell you
3: what the definitive oh. order is right now.
2: And well, you haven't tasted the last oh, one yet.
3: I haven't tasted this in its. I number just changed four. my number uh, two's not
4: Number two is not our bag. See,
3: oh. this is our bag.
2: Oh, oh wow! So we're going to beat it again. I haven't then. even tried. Oh, this. Oh my god! This is our bag. You can. You can. Uh, I'm going to go
0: ahead and agree with that because I brought may, our bag. This uh, may send this you is definitely our bag. This may send you
2: over
3: the edge, Alan. This oh, is I, glorious. I took a set and poured it out.
4: This is All glorious. Right. So this is this is the- This tastes like the hospital's in Italy right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that was, so, that was so wrong and so funny.
2: Uh, this is- this Well, you is know how like, they got so many, it, right? I lo-
0: you know what I love, though? The art bag is at 40. I, I believe the art bag's at- Which one did I bring? Well, you don't have to say. the bottom The bottom line is, this is not overproof, but it tastes hotter than the previous one, which is definitely overproof. This yeah, is, this, this is, is young like, bag for sure.
2: This is really the liquid equivalent of standing over a smoking pile of burning peat <laughs> or smoldering Oof. peat. I this say. is
4: the only one I'm not going to dump.
3: So you're, uh, like, so you're digging so, this. You're so dig- the, love it.
0: So the left side of the room is happy. The right sure. side of the room is. Awkward. Oh, I
3: want to. I want something to scrape my tongue. This is <laughs> yeah. horrible. So
0: so here's the thing. It's hard to rank these because
4: I like I, I like three and four for different reasons.
2: I understand this. This is all very subjective. So if you had to put these in order, Chris, uh, what, would what, what, be, what would be your 4-3-2 line?
4: I will tell you that uh, three and four are definitively two and one. Two uh, was peated. I don't think it was Arbeg. I changed my mind. It was definitely some sort of peated whiskey. Maybe I doubt it's Laphroaig, but it's, it's more of a mild peat, maybe a mainland peat A mm-hmm. Balvini peat Or something uh, Or a cheaper Lower bottom shelf peat So two mm-hmm. Two is number three One is number four
2: One is number four? Yeah, really.
4: yeah. And three Was a great Decent bourbon And, and So you'll make that Your number two yeah, Correct And four Was I think I'm gonna put number one I think I'm gonna put it As number one Just cause I love right. The funky peatiness of it Alright Now
2: I know your list Your ranking's gonna be different So oh. <laughs> Three, so one,
3: two, four. I would rather have that young that I really didn't enjoy more than either of the two. So kids. your favorite was three? Three for sure. And so then
4: one, two, four. Wait, wait, what was mine? What was mine? Uh, it was, I think you said four, three. Four, three, two, one. Two, two one. one. That's correct, yeah.
0: And Ian? Uh, I got four, two, three, one. What was yours? Four, two, three, one. So, so the first one was uh, the the aftertaste was green and it was a little weird. I, it's I don't a good think whiskey, the whiskey, but I think it's gonna tasted be... bad, but it, it left that green kind of aftertaste to it. Which, if I'm being critical, that's that was a, a little bit there. Um, the second one, number three, is that sweet round uh, whiskey that we had third. Okay, um, and that was pretty good. Number two for me was the Lafrague I know this because that's Lafrague which and was the frog? The frog. The frog. Yeah. Yes. Make it make sense. Sure. And then number one was definitely our bag on that.
4: Which so you are our, four two three, three one. one. All
2: right, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tell you my favorite was actually number three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and my second favorite was number four. The yeah. highly yeah. beaded. Uh, and then uh, number three was two. Yep. Yep. And yep, yep. number one was four. So I'm four, three, one. All right. Two. This is
4: confusing.
0: Let's do this.
4: So me and you are on the same page, once except have, for whether we like for one foot. Let's yep.
0: do this. Once we have our numbers down, <coughs> once we know what order we like stuff, instead of calling four, three, two, one, and all that other stuff, let's go ahead and find out the names, and then we can call them out by sure. name. Sure. Because I right. think it's a little more confusing if you're just listening to this. All right. Yeah. So we've just done that. So Adam, what was the first whiskey
2: we tasted? Hand me the bottle. Uh, the first whiskey which be all great of us Adam didn't know. All of us rated yeah. number 4. Yep. There it is. Yep. yep. And there it is, the Mictors American. Yep. No, that's uh, Ian, you want to show this d- to the camera? Just didn't to enjoy that uh, Just to make sure we get a good good shot of that. Now see I, but see I really liked it. It's just that I like the others better. So, I
0: liked everything about it except for the aftertaste, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Adam, what was whiskey number two? I rated it third. Wait, wait, wait. Before
4: he pulls it up, I, I'm, I'm going to officially say it's got to be a lower end peated offering. Okay. So, I, more commonly available, commonly affordable.
2: I rated it third. You rated it third. third. You rated it. I rated it
4: third as well. Yeah. And you rated it. Yeah, two. The bells. That's yeah, the yeah, bells. Yeah.
2: bells. Wow. So this is I'm gonna say this is gonna be the cheapest uh sure, sure. one that we will try all day. Ian, yep, go ahead. Yep, yep. And so so this is one we we interpreted this as a peated um as a a peated scotch. But it's
3: a blend, so yeah, but there's in but it.
4: there's some peat in it for sure, yeah. Yeah. But it is definitely once so Ardbeg is so LaFroy and Ardberg are two of the most aggressive peated offerings. So the moment you taste it, you, you know. know for sure. Right. So the moment I tasted our, was it our fourth offering? Our, yeah. Yeah. I knew. I okay. would say it was. Ardbeck. I knew and that I don't was Ardberg like peated stuff. I am yeah. willing to bet anyone in this room fifty dollars that that last thing was was Ardberg. All
2: right. Uh, the number three whiskey, I believe, we all chose as our number one. It's great, great bourbon. And let's see what that was.
4: Oh, it's old. Oh, yeah. no. I did say I did say it was an
2: old dusty. Yeah, so this
4: yeah. is a 1980s offering of old Taylor by National Distillers. So,
2: Alan, you brought this one, did you? Know? I did it. No, oh, brought no it. you yeah, brought yeah, this yeah, yeah. one. Okay, all right. Yeah, so, so that's an old, old dusty. Taylor.
4: Yeah, and that was phenomenal. So, when you say old dusty, what
2: does that mean? I for mean, people it was are...
4: bottled and released at retail in '89, '88 a- or '89. Mm-hmm. I forget. It. It's on the bottom of the glass, but uh, in the if you look at it, actually pull it out, pull it over here, if you don't mind. So just a little fun fact for those who, who don't know, but in, by 88, 89, you were legally required to add a pregnancy warning on the back of the bottle. Uh-huh. And by 85, most people were using a barcode. So by the f- sheer fact that there's no pregnancy warning but there is a barcode, it puts you in that range between 85 and 88. Ian, uh,
2: by the way… Did you just geek out? Because I just totally geeked
0: that out was that totally, he knew that beautifully That geeky. was
4: awesome, yeah. wasn't it? That he
0: was is awesome. a whiskey
3: expert. <laughs> he
4: is. This is why. Uh, uh, this is why we love having you on
2: the
3: show.
4: So it's a, it's a phenomenal offering, and we knew when we tasted it. I, I told you. I didn't I didn't realize it was old I, dusty. I could taste an old, dusty note to it. I, that was just phenomenal. One question about this bottle. What bar did you steal it from? Because oh. it still has
2: the bar spout in the top. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's my bar. It's the Whiskey Social <laughs> bar spout. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. So gotcha. I bought
4: that at auction, and I poured it at the event, and that's what's yeah. left of it. okay gotcha gotcha all
2: right the uh, final one i rated it second you rated mm, it last. last uh oh ardbeg i ardbeg, 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 it first, yeah. you, you rated it first yeah you rated it first and you rated it uh first first so one one four two and it is yeah ardbeg, ardbeg 10 yeah, yeah. Ardbeg 10 indeed i'm going to pass it over to you ian for the camera see this is the part of the tasting that's fun is the is the reveal well actually the part of the tasting that's fun is the tasting but the reveal is fun <laughs> as well so okay, all right. So now we know what those were, uh, and we will come back and uh, be with you once again in the next segment when we will taste four more and uh, see. I told you, Chris, that this would be fun. This is fun. I told you this would be so, fun.
4: So, just to be clear, who ranked that? You are the only one who ranked number three. Oh no, no, no. Who? Uh, who's this? This is. You?
2: I. We all ranked number three uh, four, number two, one. One two three one. And we all ranked number one. The um, someone ranked the Mictors as four.
4: You and me ranked four as number one, so, and you and Alan ranked three as number one. So
2: here is something very interesting: Mictors, which is a hugely respected brand, right? From, from who? Well, the bell, <laughs> the, the the bells outdid it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. bells is probably a thirteen
4: dollar bottle. There are there are some great offerings from Mictors, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the American whiskey is okay. All right. All right good. There, all
2: right. So I just the, I the just American whiskey billions. Let the me the go That's ahead. All they drink. Let me on go millions. ahead and just say they tell paid you. a lot of money for that product. Yep. By simply
4: yep. B- billions is by the way is incredible. Oh, it's a great yeah. show. Well, the let best me go shows. ahead. What's the next season.
3: Start? Show. I don't well,
0: let know, me go but ahead and just say Nakers. I've had some good expressions from them, mm-hmm. and I have th- this bottle of uh, American whiskey is one that I brought, and it's been sitting there a while. Okay. Good. And it's because of that. It's it's it's.
2: It's okay All right, gentlemen, let's take a quick break We'll come back and taste four more And uh, plus, I want to uh, check in with how uh, craft beer is coping with the coronavirus uh, crisis uh, So we'll let you know uh, what's happening And what you, as a lover of craft beer, can do to help I do love craft Smoking beer. and toasting uh, actually, By, by the, the way, I think we
0: can actually nail our intro. I think so, good. that's the right place.
3: Hey, Kristen, this is B&B, correct? Yes, correct. I just wanted to find out, is the butcher shop open today? Uh,
1: yes, it is.
3: All right, thank you very much.
1: Of course, thank you. -hmm. Waking, baby!
2: Welcome back, it's smoking and Toastin', (laughs) and uh, during the break there, and the first part of the intro music for this segment, um... Alan verified that the butcher shop is open at B and B on Washington Ave in Houston. So I think all of us are probably stopping there <laughs> for some Chef Tommy's bacon to take home. Yes. and try to prepare uh, as we, you know, as we uh, do our social distancing, which is important, uh, guys. For generations. In times of stress. By the way, it's it's smoking a toast and, uh and we are so thrilled to have our special guests on the show today. Wanna to say a quick thank you to uh, Trenton from Oliva Cigars who is our special he guest. Who's awesome. Week, who's awesome. He's just fun to hang out with and and always a great guest on the show. Uh, and our, our friends are here today. This is uh, Chris Hart and Alan Denning. Our, Appreciate our buddy. It. Appreciate we, it. We, thank you, we thank you, thank you. We enjoy having by the way, if if you are not checking it out, Chris Hart's show uh oh, that's right. which is Absolutely awesome, Whiskey Neat, yeah. uh, is uh, available. Chris, how do people find your show?
4: Yeah, yeah, So I, I always forget to kind of push that side of things. But, uh, yeah, I have a show on ESPN in Houston on 97.5 FM. Uh, you and can to, listen to it weekly And it's available whiskey as a neat. podcast, yep. too. It's yeah. also available on all podcast platforms, the video portions on Facebook, and, of course, YouTube as well, just like what you guys do.
2: And you take kind of a deep dive in, into whiskey. Uh, you cover some other things, too, but whiskey's really your primary thing, right? Yeah,
4: so the uh, tagline of the show is spirited conversations with interesting people we try to to sit down with folks that would just be great to listen to for an hour to talk to them you know we've had a few guests you've had
2: some great comedians on you've had had us on we're awesome yeah we are awesome
4: (laughs) i have had you guys on
2: that's for sure yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, because every show has those weeks where you go oh shit somebody isn't showing up i gotta call why is it always last yeah (laughs) we we were
4: supposed to have tj miller on we were going to actually have truth you know one of the greatest Barbecue joints in Houston Is uh, Truth Barbecue mm-hmm. We were going to have them on the show Feeding me and TJ Miller this week Eating, because TJ has a line of hot sauce mm-hmm. So we are going to have some hot sauce Some local Houston barbecue And and then of course, what do you know, Corona The company released a horrible virus That kind of ruined Yeah, those uh, those beer people Yeah, yeah. Those stupid beer people, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: just a question: uh, How is coronavirus affecting you know putting your show together? Because I know it's got to be harder to get guests to come in, right? Yeah. So uh,
4: I, I can't. I don't think it's appropriate for me to speak on how the station is dealing with things, but it's things are definitely a bit tough. A lot of advertisers have, have you know pulled out of things currently, but uh, I don't know. We're going to see how that unfolds. But um, uh, my day job, my work in aviation, it's definitely halted that quite a bit. So I'm not too nervous yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think that's where a lot <laughs> yeah. of people are right now. Yep. Not too nervous, but getting there. So. Getting there, for sure. You know, for generations, uh, when things have gotten stressful, beer has offered an outlet, a chance to relax Booze a little bit general, while you yeah, drink, yeah. yeah, and a chance to socialize. Unfortunately, in these times of social distancing, the relaxing part may still exist, but the socialization uh, is not as big a deal. In fact, um, most of the... Uh, breweries and and tap rooms in the Houston area are closed, but most of them are offering purchasing and takeout service. And the the Brewers Association is calling on craft beer lovers that this is the time to step up and support your small, local craft breweries, especially the kind of guys who don't have shelf space at the you know, at the liquor store, at the grocery store, who their only revenue right now is going to be from selling uh, to go. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to find uh, Holy <clears throat> Roller here in Houston and go buy some more of this hazy, juicy IPA. It was fantastic. Because I, this is—it's not only is it fantastic, but I want to help them out. I'll be swinging by our uh, our friends that uh, I can see uh, from my house. The uh, the folks at. Um, uh-oh. Eighth wonder eighth wonder thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I draw blank sometimes. Uh, so anyway uh, that that's the thing like uh, beer sales are actually not off tremendously during the coronavirus, but sure. the problem is everything's shifting in terms of how people how people get it. I and would imagine
4: it'd be up. Because people are home.
2: People are home, right. Uh, So, right. So, they're not out ordering things at their favorite local bar, uh, but they are home, and and it's uh, it's easier to maybe just grab some and take it home with you. So, my encouragement to you, our encouragement as a show, is uh, don't just do that at your local grocery store. Uh, Go and go to some of the uh, tap rooms, swing by.
0: You don't even have to interact with people. You can keep your mask on the whole time. I, I'm pretty sure you can throw money out the window and they'll throw beer in the door.
2: I'm pretty sure that that will work.
0: Yes. That's probably not the way it works, but I'm, I'm just well, putting and it even out the, there. It's the, a g- wonderful idea, though. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, like why doesn't Houston have the drive-through? Like you've been through the drive-through beer places. Like there's something yes, awesome in, in Louisiana. Some... Yeah, we right. do.
4: We do for a little thing. I mean, yeah. there's the the wine-based margarita cocktail type thing well, you can
0: do drive through. I don't mean the ready to drink. I mean like the like you the drive through liquor store where you just go there's like, Pasadena. drive your car. Is there really? Yeah, yeah, there's
4: a few there's a few out there. It's yeah, on,
3: yeah. Uh, It's on nice. Shaver. Well, you know the governor loosened yep. the laws where certain things can be delivered. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you this, it, you can only order hard liquor and spirits if you order it with food. If you call Whiskey Cake and order a piece of cake, they will not deliver flights. They have <laughs> that's right well know. they are no, I mean, no, let,
4: no. let's mention this they are delivering a few things uh if, if you don't mind me making a, a bit of a statement here so uh, whiskey cake i know for sure they're doing a package deal right now for 48 dollars. you get something like 30 eggs two steaks two sirloins uh, six hamburger patties, two fully seasoned hens, chickens, nice. uh, and a gallon of milk with two rolls of toilet paper for like forty-eight bucks. It's a crazy deal. Yeah. I, are I, you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Absolutely. I kept waiting for you to add some liquor to that. Uh, yeah. yeah to that no. List no.
4: Of I, I, I'm not sure on the booze side of things, but I know that there's also, you know, for those of us, I mean, Houston has this incredible bar scene, and uh, those working in the service industry are a bit debilitated because of this whole thing. So yes, there's yeah. actually two charities locally that are fantastic for this. Uh, I know for sure that the USBG, uh, the United States Bartenders Guild, has a foundation that you can donate directly to to help those who are in need, and that is the usbgfoundation.networkforgood.com. And of course, Chris Shepard, the famous local chef. Uh, SouthernSmoke.org. Let's try that again. SouthernSmoke.org is also uh, helping those in need that work in the service industry, just to, you know, car payments, houses, right? That sort of things. Until we right. get back up on our feet,
2: I'll tell you, uh, it says a lot about people what their first reaction was when they started to take this more seriously. For most people, the first reaction was, "I've got to go stock up on cleaning supplies and toilet paper." My first reaction was, "I need to hit specs." Sure. <laughs> priorities. <laughs> and that's exactly yeah. what I did. I went and I bought plantation rum. I bought some vodka. I, I made sure I had enough craft beer. You know, it's you, you got to have priorities in your life,
3: you know? That's, that's when the zombie the apocalypse hits, <clears throat> liquor and bullets. Well, liquor you know, a lot of people <laughs>
4: were wondering why, why people are stockpiling toilet paper, and there's actually a great answer for that. There was an announcement made a couple of weeks ago that basically said that a lot of our toilet paper is made in China. Oh, and we were expecting okay. shortages to come, right. so of course that creates a domino effect. Creates
2: but, a shortage, but yeah, my from what I've read, the toilet paper shortage is real but temporary. Uh, that's what they said. So buy a bidet uh, attachment. By the way, what you uh, just said, Alan, about the zombie apocalypse, I will tell you that uh, my wife and I were watching The Walking Dead uh, this weekend,
3: and I I turned to her and I said. You know, it's not that far off from where we are at this point. So, but I will say this: I have seen all of what what we're in the tenth season yeah, right now, something like that. I've yeah. seen every episode. Watched the last one; it was great. Never seen a single roll of toilet paper. No. In any no, episode no. for the entire Well,
4: every the time there's a sex scene, I always wonder how horrible that experience is oh, going to yeah, be. Oh, yeah, just well, all that. No one but, Everyone looks sweat. But
2: wouldn't it be great, like, if maybe in, like, the last episode when they do the finale, just, like, don't even mention it, just see Daryl, like, walking out of a door with a roll of toilet paper in his hand. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I need. We've this, just
0: it? rewritten this whole yeah. thing. We had plenty. This is all how right, it ends. Now. Let's
2: taste some whiskey, guys. Uh, this is our uh, second uh, tasting segment and our first uh, sample. Chris, have you already gone there?
4: I've already gone. <coughs> yeah, you I tasted, tasted it. it. it smells yeah, yeah, good. So it <clears> reminds <throat> me. This is what I like to call. I know that Diageo has cornered the market on the term a classic malt, but there is a fantastic whiskey brand that we all know and love very well. That it works very closely with B&B Butchers, that this reminds me of, and that is William Grant. Right. This mm-hmm. is either Glenfiddich or Balvini, mm-hmm. Balvene. It's a, it's a classic example of a perfect single malt uh, that's just very approachable. It sure is delicious. Uh, very delicious. F- tons of honey. It's tons of sweetness. It's friendly. Yeah. friendly. Um, I like that. Yeah. I had one taste of it, and I knew right away that this was a baseline example of what good scotch is.
3: Nice. Nice. Alan? Uh, I agree. It's It's got... <coughs> so this is where me and Pete disagree with Balvini. Sure. There's a little bit in the blend. I know there is, but it's not off-putting. Sure. But this absolutely reminds me I of Balvini 12. I th- mean,
4: this may not be Balvini at all, but if it is, it's a uh, – it, it could be another – there's a few other examples of, like, baseline examples of scotch that everyone's familiar with. Mm-hmm. Glenn uh, Balvini, Balvenie, Glenfiddich. These are all, like, everyone yeah. sees it everywhere. It's on every back bar.
0: I brought this. Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? It's Glen Scotia. Wow. So you know that. Wow, that's Yeah, that's like good. that's so good. That's what that's what I'm um, that's my guess. I mean, oh wow. I and mean, if it well, is, I'm impressed. It's well, a I'm, good
4: it's a good malt. I'm enjoying
2: it. What a great what a great one to start with, uh, for our taste test. This one will be like I, uh, when I tasted it I had no doubt like that's what it is. I realize it's our first one, but it is currently the one to beat. So wow, whatever's oh, uh, in here. Is... Yeah, you know what? I think I just passed you my empty. So I oh. apologize for that. I, I thought I <laughs> Me was. Me and Chris
3: were fixing to drink his backwash. Yeah,
2: I thought I was uh, <laughs> passing you the next whiskey, <laughs> and instead, uh, that may be some uh, a few drops of the Peated uh, ardbeg from earlier. So, uh, all right. So this is sample number two for this segment, and Ian's already done some tasting. So I'll let you start.
0: This is really, really clean compared to the last one too. This is uh, wow, no kidding. Clean and smooth. Yeah. It's really um, light, uh vanilla and honey. Um, I'm gonna lean
4: towards this might be your Glen Scotia or your or your Glenlivet.
0: I think this is a mm.
4: Think so? Yeah. I mean, I could, be, I could totally be wrong. There's that the, that classic profile of baseline scotch of just being very honeyed, very bright. Um, yeah, but the last
2: one had more these, malt. That's why I think it's the, the yeah, Glen Scotia. So right, the the first number one had a lot more malt than this. This is more that minerality sure. and that very straightforward. You know, sort of the, the interesting thing about taste.
0: this is, like, I brought a few bottles, so I can only guess what I brought. I have right. no idea what you guys brought. Right, so and that was, part of, the, we're, that we're, that was kinda, part of the plan. Actually, we're kind of like guessing out uh-huh. there, like either I brought it or I have no idea what it is. So we're literally guessing out there, and you guys are at a disadvantage because you have no idea what we brought.
2: Right, right. Alan, I'm not
4: thinking so. about it like that. I'm just tasting it. Yeah, I, that's I what just, you're supposed to do. I,
3: this is going to sound. It seems very similar to the first one, but I think but, the first was better. Yeah, but a little—it's like somebody took the first one and 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 watered it down. Not watered to open it up, right. but Just, but it's just not quite yeah. as full tasting right. as the
0: first. There's one. There's also a little brown sugar on the end of this that you don't get. That from you the don't first get in one. the first
2: one. Yeah, the first one is so malty. That's why I can imagine that would have to be. A tough one to beat in this segment for you. Well, I'm liking one
4: over two right now for sure. Yeah. All right. So one and two, and here comes number three. I mean, two's okay. Two's not bad. Two's good. Two's good. Oh. Ooh. Say. Nose on this is pretty good. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got a nose, oh, yeah, nose of an old uh, bourbon. I mm-hmm. think we've got some bourbon. This is, going, yeah, here. we're definitely
0: yeah. bourbon, not Scotch, right now because the oak and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like the oak is what hits my nose immediately. I know what ah, this is. I love the heat. I know what this is. Go ahead, Chris.
4: I, I'm, I'm willing again. I called it in the last segment. I called that at last bag. It's definitely overproofed I know what this is. This is Old Granddad this is 114. Hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Old Granddad 114. There was some A couple years ago. Beam has made some bad decision over the last couple years. They talked about ending. The reign of this, oh, yeah, and re releasing a new, more expensive product. And he also talked about jumping the price from Booker's from $50 to $100. They ended up backpedaling after the announcement, they backpedaled down to $75, so only a 50% raise versus a hundred percent raise. This is old granddad 114, 100%. It is, uh, uh <clears throat> it's delicious. The nose is fantastic, but it is hot on that this back is end. It's a good yeah, whiskey, but it's it. very
3: hot. Oh, I, just I love the say, heat on the back end. Just want to say, this is why you ask a whiskey expert. To come on your show. Right? Well, it was so funny because there was a when that happened, there was a run on Old Granddad. Well, people were clearing and shelves. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I I was one of them. I went out and bought like four bottles, and that and was
2: well before the coronavirus.
3: So. Yeah, well uh, before. Yeah. And and of course, then they didn't. And now you can it's pretty readily. Available. You know Is why
4: it spreads so? Nah, it's probably insensitive. I'll just say I'll it. Save it. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> don't be scared. I was gonna say, you, you know, why it spread so fast through Italy is because you know, Mama me <laughs> <laughs> so You're not supposed to touch your face. Yeah. Right, right. See, this is
3: why
2: Chris I think enjoys being on our show because I get to just let loose He, he can just bit. like say yeah. whatever he wants. He doesn't care say. about your sponsors. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly he only cares right. about his own. That's exactly right. And uh, uh, and you
0: know, our the sponsors. The more close I drink right this now, last so. one, the more I like it. You know, oh, I, was, good. I I agree it's with good. you there,
2: Ian. This this really, uh, at first I liked it, but like two three sips in,
4: I'm like I. Really like we this. should do a blind one day with some, some It's, it, it's got to be in the $20 range mm-hmm. And I've got probably six phenomenal bourbons in that $20 range Early times, Hunter Proof, Wild Turkey 101, uh, Old Granddad There's a couple of like fantastic bottles that's worth blinding to see what your favorite is So the is. Old
2: Granddad that you're thinking this is, what does that retail for? Old Granddad
4: 114, probably 24
2: Yeah, that's great
3: that's it's great. it's no mellow corn, but it's uh, I dig it.
4: <laughs>
2: All right, we ready to try the yep. uh, fourth one of I this. I hate to uh, dump segment. this one, but that's yeah. exactly what that is. Well, there's more whiskey coming, so. Yeah, this is. Oh, you got something, something to do later corn. today? By the way, or you just going to go the? I'm going to go for this. Oh, right. you got oh, something geez. to do later
0: today, or are you just going go to go for the? Adam just doesn't like the end.
4: I have two meetings. That's why I dumped. Yeah, I've got a meeting right after this and a meeting at five. Oh, that that's genius of planning on your part. This you know what this is.
3: Yeah.
4: Without ever tasting it, LeFroy? That knows it's Lefroy, yeah.
3: yeah. Hey, I haven't tasted. it. I wrote it down. Yeah, I, yeah. 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 Oh, everything about that
4: is gorgeous.
2: I'm not sure that uh, that Alan's even going to taste this one. He may just. I'll smell it and pour it. And it, it. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Ian, your thoughts, sir. I love
0: peated whiskey. Oh man. <laughs> I'm willing
4: to bet the quarter cask or the triple wood. I'm not quite sure. Maybe the ten year. That's fantastic. Everything about that is glorious. Perfect example of how great peated Scotch is. That is, for sure, Lefroy.
2: Mm. I I think it's Lefroy too, but mostly I think it's Lefroy because oh. we already know that the bag was in the last segment, so that helps me like narrow it down. Because I'm I'm more of a, a novice with the peated stuff. This is for for a peated whiskey. This is quite good, which is. Kind of, again, it's kind of like Ian qualifying an IPA. Uh, this is this is really well, delicious.
4: They so. use a lot of old cherry barrels. Uh, Lagavulin's big on that as well. The
0: balance on this peated whiskey, like Ardbeg is huge peat. Like, Ardbeg is legendary, one of the mo- more peated things that you're mm. going to get. Right. So it's kind of an extreme version of it. That's like buying a dogfish head of something.
2: A dogfish um, head of something. Yeah, so like that, that's really the frag though. It's like the Internet of Things, the dogfish yes. head of something.
0: The uh, the Lafrague, though generally has a little more balance and and clarity in the in the overall taste profile. That's not just well, well, I'm using the delicious.
3: IPA to kill my palate from what I just drank, <laughs> <laughs> and I literally just took a small sip.
4: Yeah, everything about that it's got that it's got that sweet underlying tone of of some sort of X wood X whether that be X bourbon yeah, X yeah. sherry X uh, port. Yeah. All There's right, uh, gentlemen.
2: Let's uh, let's rank them up, Alan. I think you're I think you're already started, so
3: we'll start. Oh, with you. I did it. Oh, the whatever the third. So, one. what was your favorite? Let's do it that way. Oh, number three. Number number three, three was your favorite. Yeah, the heat okay. of that bourbon was great. Okay, and then number one, the the malted that we talked about, and then two and and four. Okay,
2: so you're um, so in order. Then you went. Well, let's three one two
0: four. Is that right? Let's yeah. let's let's put the names out there instead of just tossing numbers out. Okay. All
2: right, but I, I want to make sure we've all
0: ranked first. You, okay. so you guys have locked in your ranks.
2: I've
4: locked in my ranks. All right. My ranks so, are written down.
2: So, Adam, let's let's see. But isn't this more fun, though, if everybody's made their comments and then we reveal?
0: But but the thing is, like, we just tried four of them. We're going 2, 1, 3, 4, 4, 2, 3, 1, and three, all one, that. Two, like, no four. one's getting all that. All right. Like, Adam, I figured we let's, can...
2: let's go ahead and reveal then. Okay. What, yeah, what, so was, what was number one?
4: Watch what their hands are doing, put your pins down. Right, right. test, you. test you. is over. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> you've got your ranks. What I was
2: number one? Balvini. Balvini. Ah, Caribbean, yeah. yes. Cask. called it, yeah. Called it. 14. Called it. Called Caribbean Cask 14. Yeah. Nice job there, Chris. I didn't nice get the job. sweetness. The, the second's your Fort Glen Scotia. Ian, yes. showed the, that to the you. are the probably right. The second's your
4: Glen Scotia. Yeah, now, Ian, you really thought this was the Glen I Scotia. I
2: really thing, thought it was yeah. the
0: Glen All right. So that
4: was number one. Just so you know, I've got 4, 3, 1, 2. With one being the the Bol- or sorry, one being Balvenie, which I called it mm-hmm. the, which is my third place out of the t- four. Two, the last place is what's coming up, which is this Glen Scotia. Now, it wasn't bad by any means, but let, f- but the let, four and three were so great that. Let, let's see if he's right.
2: Number whiskey number two in this segment was oh oh, oh, oh it was wow. the Glenfiddich uh, yeah. IPA yeah. cast
4: nice Glenfiddich IPA. Now as,
2: see, this is one of those things that it's a good thing that I didn't know this because. Had I known this, I would have automatically rated it higher because I have been loving that sure. bottle oh, of whiskey great. for so oh, long. Oh, it's a great bottle. Yeah, there's nothing oh.
4: wrong with it. You, does that have that tax stamp on it? It might. <laughs> you're not supposed to show that. <laughs> it's blacked out. There you go. No one knows where it came from. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but definitely nothing to see here. At least it doesn't
2: have a bar, a pour spout in the top. So. Sure. So the, All right, that was I, number two.
4: I fully expected that to probably be Glenlivet. I had or your really? Glen Scotia. It's kind of the. I kind of expected it to be that. Kind of a standard daily. You knew it was a Glen. Yeah, I knew it was a Glen. All right, uh, Adam number three. Old Granddad 114, 100%. Show me that bottle. Pull it. Oh! Oh! Which one is that? That's that's Wade's Knob Creek pick. Oh. Knob Creek Single Barrel Reserve. So that's that's 120 proof Knob Creek pick. It's still high proof.
0: yeah high proof. Yeah,
4: and that's Wade's pick. The the uh, Gulf Coast Bourbon Maniacs. it's a phenomenal Oh, look, it has a whiskey peat sticker yeah, on the back. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I was wrong. So what
2: did you think it was? You thought it was? I uh, thought it was old Granddad 114. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, Adam, final bottle. Lafroig. The peated. It's got to be Lafroig. Lafroig, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Uh, cast strength. It's a Lafroig 10-year uh, cast strength. Ian, you want to show that oh. one to the camera? All right, gentlemen, let's, uh, so that's the Lafroig. So two
4: out of four is not bad. I'll take it. Uh what was number
2: what was the first wiki that was the Balvini, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Balvini. I've got that four three was, one two.
4: What what was the
2: Balvini uh what year was it uh in? Fourteen year Caribbean cask. That was 14-year the fourteen year
0: Caribbean cask. All
2: right, and Caribbean the s- Caribbean. The second one was uh the, was the hard, bag. hard nope. no, no, no. No, no, sorry. No.
0: My lie. The um, IPA cask. The IPA cask.
2: And then the third one was the knob creek.
0: The knob creek, correct. And uh,
2: yeah. all
4: right um your uh, your rankings Chris 4-3-1-2. Yeah. Yeah. so Strength Lefroy is hard to beat you Strength Lefroy
2: was your number one yep
4: uh the, the uh knob Creek was your number two yep that was Wade
2: Woodard's pick the Creek. Ba- the Balvini was your uh, the balvini 14 was your number three and at number four was the um the uh I'm sorry the IPA cast guess right correct that's correct am I getting that right Ian uh, call them by name. I no, got number.
0: 2431, f- two, four, which equals um, uh, my favorite was the Balvenie. Mm-hmm.
4: You said two, right? Two. Oh, yeah. sorry, so, my, so your favorite is the IPA cast Glenfiddich.
0: Sorry, the Glenfiddich IPA cast. Then number four. Frog. Wait, I'm you confusing confused, myself need- I'm doing a two. Yep. What was your number one? Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Now nah, I figured it out. Okay, my number one was Lefroy. I'm looking at my numbers backwards. Mm-hmm. Okay? Number two? Then my number two was the Balveni. Okay. My number three was the Knob Creek, and number four was the Glenn uh, Glen. Okay.
2: Uh, I, I count them backwards because I grew up listening to Casey Kasem, and that's the way you do things. <laughs> uh, my number four, uh, and this surprises the hell out of me, was the uh, Glenn Fittick, uh IPA cast because that's... I would have told you that's one of my favorite whiskeys. Uh, so interesting that out of this batch of four, it wound up in fourth place. Uh, third for me was the Knob Creek. <clears throat> Second for me was the Lafleur. And number one for me was the Balvini 14. That was just that's just a fantastic yep. whiskey. Um, that was so. good. All right, so we all did an interestingly different ranking that time, which I think. Is is infinitely more interesting than if we all rank things the same. So we will take a break. And We'll be back for our next round of tasting. Uh, there's two more rounds, and then in the end, at the end of the show, we'll all choose what we thought was the best overall. Um, let's say our top five out of the whole day. So uh, this should be fun. It's smoking and toasting, and we're back for segment four in just a moment.
0: I wrote my numbers backwards. That's why I was like. <laughs> Dude, this is lightning, isn't it?
2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Smoking and toasting, show number one hundred and seventy-eight. Our first ever whiskey blind taste test. Show number one hundred and seventy-eight, of course, of the uh, program puts us. Halfway to two hundred, so we're halfway to two hundred. Very excited about that. This
0: is whiskey blind taste test, not blind whiskey taste test. Did I? That's different. Did I mess that up? No, I just wanted to be distinctive about it. So,
2: guys, let me ask you this: If we do this for rum or tequila, are you
3: in? All for it. All All for it. Okay. Tequila, probably not. Oh, see, yeah. The only one I, the only tequila that I have found that I really like, and Frank Fernandez turned me on to it, was the the uh, Corvo La Familia.
2: Well, that's the best, that's, yeah, it's uh, the best tequila It's the world. The rest of the, the tequilas, world.
3: I'm not... I'm, I'm it's not the best a, tequila in the world.
2: But rum, I'm in. But there are other great ones, so, all right. Make Chris well, do we may, gin we, may, we may try this. Is, this, is, this is, I, I like this Maybe format we get of doing Frank in for things. that one. Huh? I like Maybe this we form. see about getting Frank yeah, in Yeah, Frank would one. probably really dig that. Yeah, Frank would... Uh, Would be a good guess for that, I would think. Uh, So there's a number of distilleries uh, doing this around the country now in the wake of the coronavirus. uh, But we want to give our props locally here, where we are based, uh, to Gulf Coast distillers Mm -hmm. who have repurposed one of their... uh, Production and bottling lines uh, to make hand sanitizer, yeah. and it's happening at a lot of distilleries around the country. Actually, now that's awesome. It, it's a it's a huge shortage of hand sanitizer because you cannot find it on grocery store shelves, uh, and in Houston, uh, Gulf Coast distillers is making C4U hand sanitizer, and they say it could make its way into local retailers as early as the next couple of days. Wow, nice. So it's really, really exciting. Um, Obviously, as concerns over all of
3: this have grown, uh, they just figured out it was a great way to jump in and and do some stuff. I didn't realize until a couple of days ago that it was against TABC guidelines or whatever for for liquor distributors. Federally, t- yeah. Federally for TTB, them to use yeah. their trucks. But they waived that. Yeah. They couldn't, They couldn't like all the stuff we needed in grocery stores, they couldn't use those trucks. Very interesting. But they changed
2: it. That's. Out um, of my head, three of yeah uh, right. Yes. That's right. So, all right. Gentlemen, we are here for segment number four of the show, which means we have four more whiskeys to taste. And let's start with number This is one. much more subtle on the
3: nose immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, I get a weird. Smell. I like get tang. Tang is in what the astronauts drink. Yeah, I mean it on the nose.
0: This is like a cinnamon bomb. Yes, it is, and it. And with, I know
2: what you're talking about with the tang. There's something in there that you're not expecting to taste right. in a whiskey. Uh, at, the, at least that's my take. There's yeah. something on the aftertaste, Chris.
4: I think it's Scotch. Mm-hmm. Um
3: mm. hmm. yeah it's not bourbon.
4: Maybe like a a sherry. There's a, a bit of hotness there that mm-hmm. makes me think if it's a, a younger offering mm-hmm. I'm going to say We talked about Glenlivet the last line, something kind of a base core lineup with like a sherry finish or a sherry some there's sort of wine yeah, influence. There's
2: definitely a, a wine influence going on here. Ian, you think
0: it's scotch really? I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if that's do.
4: whiskey, I'm if that's bourbon, I'm Color me impressed You're in the wrong Yeah It's um Yeah that's scotch
0: <sighs> I like it Is this LaSanta? Santa? Mm, no
4: Maybe What a great guess Regardless That's a phenomenal guess Ian immediately said no though
0: No It's not La Santa. It's
2: did, too cinnamon for that there's, there's too much cinnamon It is very very cinnamon yeah. Listen guys I don't know how yeah.
0: to say this La but, uh,
4: 12 years old This is
0: younger I don't know how to say this But uh cinnamon 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 Anyway, yeah, this has a lot of cinnamon in it. Like, and That's like almost the entire aftertaste that I get on this is All very right. cinnamon. Very malty up front, very round. I, I enjoy it. I'd like to thank yeah.
2: uh, Adam, by the way, our producer, who is uh, normally on the wheels of steel, who today is our bartender. Cinnamon so and caramel. He's, uh, I've he's been watching him. He's the doing, the doing
3: squats like nobody's business <laughs> having to go underneath. Yeah, the yeah he's trying to keep it
2: low. He's trying to keep the, uh, the whiskey out of sight so that we don't necessarily know Sheep. what's coming. So uh Again. so i liked that but it it was one of the stranger things i think that we've tasted today yeah i'm going to say that's balance, a, right? a,
4: a daily drinker like a very affordable approachable nothing special not mm-hmm. nothing rare just like a blended something some, or other some uh, you think uh, rather LeSant. than a, rather than a scotch huh no 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 no. i think it's a scotch and, and by the way blends can be scotches as well of course yes so i think you hit the nail on the head i think lasanta is a great guess but it's it feels, not but it, but it feels younger, like a Glenlivet or Inus a promise
2: it's, it's not, not La, Santa. Not La Santa. Yeah. All
0: right, here's number yeah.
4: two. All right, let me just... Put
2: we this. Down we somewhere. may be back to
0: bourbon here. I don't know if it's the influence of the last one. This has almost a soapy kind of
3: smell. I guess I should put it by...
0: See, I'm, I am I know what you're mm-hmm.
2: saying, but I, what I'm picking up on is the malt and the caramel.
3: Oh, this is delicious. Oh, the flavor is outstanding. Oh, this, this. is amazing.
4: Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Mmm. You're such. No, you want my opinion is, or not? This no. is good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sold on this. All right, Chris, tell us why. It reminds me of, uh, remember your obsession a few this years has ago more with uh,
0: it, though. Mm-hmm.
4: That, farm, that farm bourbon? What's the name of that? Oh, Calame. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of kind of a younger, but yeah. but then finished in something to kind of cover up the, right, young, the right. youth. I'm gonna put this. This is definitely not as good as the first one. I'm mm. gonna. This is number two. I'm gonna put it after in our current rankings. This feels like a younger sourced bourbon that's been finished in something I, to cover up the youth.
3: <clears throat> I could see it as a as a sourced, but lack like the heat. You, you Calame,
4: dug, Calame. You dug it
0: though.
3: Oh, I dig it. Yeah.
4: I mean, it's not horrible, but it's just not. It's Ian? not great.
0: Um, you know, my first few sips, I liked it, but the more I drink it, I, I'm questionable on it. But I'm, but I just also am trying to like rinse now, my palate. Now, let me just ask you this: Is Chris Hart impacting your thoughts at all?
3: Because he is an expert.
2: I'm I, trying
0: not to God let that happen. It. But here's the thing: like this is so <laughs> cinnamon compared to the last one. Like I, I get so much. So, Listen, guys. I don't know how to say this, but uh, cinnamon. Cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon. He gets worse at it as the show goes anyway, on. Anyway, yeah. The bottom line is, this has like the first one we tried was a cinnamon bomb. This one is like
4: this tastes almost like a like the bad offering from Bowman. Bowman has a lower shelf small batch offering that's just not no. I don't good. think it's.
0: I I, I don't no. think it's that bad. I, I'm not not enjoying it. Well, I just, you loved it first sip. You my were first like sip this was is really good. Get, it's, it's
3: get cinnamony. him. It's very cinnamon. on that. I'm waiting for Chris to shit on one of these. This is garbage, and it'd be one of the biggest sponsors of the social. It's not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a little surprised Chris agreed to come on for that very reason.
4: No, no, no. Hey, no listen, and,
2: and I, I, I don't mean that negatively. I'm just saying there's always that risk that you could say, yeah, I didn't really like that, and sure. it's a big sponsor of the social.
4: Uh, there was someone very prominent that I had posted a negative review of in HBS that had nothing to do with the social, nothing to do with my podcast. And they were very furious that I was not happy with one of their offerings, even though I had supported all their other offerings. I just didn't like Mm -hmm. one thing from them. And Walt, I mean, uh, this brand got very upset that (laughs) I I wasn't very happy with it. Yeah,
0: Walt? Did you say Walt? Close. Anyway, (laughs) Walt (laughs) Ergy Anyway. I don't know. I
2: think you figured it out. By the way, uh, I will mention when we are talking about brands that – can get upset with you and what have you. I, I will just mention that we were going to be tasting uh, some yellow rose today, but apparently they are a no-show. It so, didn't show up. Yeah, they didn't
4: make it. But well, this was scum? Show. Oh man. Yeah. So, yeah. Don Akin made a comment earlier. Mm. He said he got bumped. Yeah. 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 He said, "This
3: is who I got bumped for." Is yeah. These guys? Well, we're <laughs> way more important than he is. <laughs> but We so, love you, Donald.
0: So uh, I don't I don't know uh, I like the so first one better than the second one. Final, um, so you do really? Yeah, agreed. But so the you, second one is more so cinnamon bomb. I'm just going to hold you to this though. Your first reaction was you loved this. Yes, well it had a it has a great big like cinnamon malty profile like to it. Okay. And, and I don't not like it, but I like the first one better than the second one. Right. Um, I I don't know. I liked it. All right. Alan, yeah. your take on this? Oh, involved? I way dig number two. Way better dig number, number two. Uh, yeah, no, I like it reminds
4: heat. me of AJ Bowman. Yeah. The, the shit
0: this here. smells amazing. All
2: right, here's number three. Butterscotch. And, uh, yeah, this oh, smells way better. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ian, we'll go to you first.
0: Uh, you know, you might have said it, and that brought it to my uh, face, but uh, butterscotch. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. like yeah. butterscotch. That buttery, like yeah, the mouthfeel too is very, uh, very smooth and very,
3: yep, like okay. this. Oh. Well, there's heat in the initial taste, but I don't get it on the back end. But it's, it's just butterscotch candy, it's amazing. This tastes like wild I turkey. I have no idea what this is, but I like it. WT
4: tastes like wild turkey. Yeah. Is it that yeah.
0: forgiven that you brought earlier? No, no, that no, was that was a rare. That's breed. more chocolatey, isn't that it?
3: That was rare breed. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not as much butterscotch. No. Rare breed.
4: And I don't think I gave him that bottle.
0: I don't no. think you did. I
3: did All
2: not.
4: Right. No. All right.
3: All right. Uh, I like this a lot. I, yeah, I it's can't good.
2: even really tell you why, but this I like it This is much
0: lighter than the last one um and buttery. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I'm digging it. All right, let's go one more for this segment.
2: There's
3: almost no heat on this one, too. You're right. There's not a lot of heat. No. It was on the what I did get was on the front end.
2: Yep, uh, I you thought it, I thought that was delicious. Oh, you got it. I don't know if we're going to make it through five segments, guys. But Why not? We'll just do our best. I'm scared.
4: Is this three or four? Thought we were doing four. Thought we were four. doing
0: seven segments today. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we may be. Before this is all said and done. Okay, I, the last is- one was so strong that this one I almost get no nose. I have
3: no nose whatsoever on this. Yeah, yeah. it's Agreed. not just me.
0: It's just very much watered down. Yeah.
3: But
2: you know what? It's really delicious in a sort of a clean mineral water sort of a way.
4: All right, I've got my definitive lineup. for sure. Is this
3: Papa Chico? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I agree though. This this actually has a little heat too on the back end. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. Like surprisingly Needs enough, up on you. Yeah. about about two thirds of the way back, you get the heat. Like this is an
4: eighty proof uh, lower shelf, bottom shelf bottle for sure. Eighty proof bottom shelf drinker.
0: Ah, I don't like what it does on the retro hail. It's a little burny on mm-hmm. the retro hail. All right. Uh, guys,
2: make your ratings and we will and lock them in. One, three, two, four. One, three, two, four. Ian, just give me your numbers and then we'll reveal.
0: I'm going to go one, probably the same thing. One, three, two, four. Actually, Alan, three, two, one, four. And I'm going two, three, one, four. So uh, hold Adam, on, let's do the hold reveal. On.
4: One, three, two, four. And what was yours? 3214. 3214. And what was yours? 2314. I'm 2314. Yes. Interesting, interesting. All
2: right, Adam, let's see what we've got here. The first one which I ranked 2, you ranked
3: uh third.
2: Third, and Chris ranked Were well, you guys both ranked them third? Uh no, I I ranked I rank, the first one I ranked second.
4: I thought you said 2314.
2: 2314. Yeah, the first one I ranked second. That's third. No. 2314. 2. That's three. why these numbers are so confusing. All right. All right. Okay.
4: Two, three, uh, the, one, four. One's the third number you just said. All right. Two, three, one, four. Yeah. But bottle number
2: one, I ranked two.
4: Bro, that's but that's what, what we're referring to. We refer to bottle. Two, three, one, four refers to bottle numbers. Right. S- somebody's been drinking. So then one is number three for you. My, am, am I my, nuts here? My,
2: yes. Yeah, my right. favorite. <laughs> I'm right. My favorite of that group was number three. But we're about to reveal bottle number one. Sure. Which I said, ranked
4: second. N- okay. What and was you your rank? bottle? What was your bottle order? There's somebody my bottle drinking. order was two, yeah. two, three, one four. Two, three, one, four. Okay, that means your number one bottle was number two. Your number two mm- bottle was number three. No, no. Two, three, one, four. Two, three, one,
2: four is how I ranked them. Guess, but ranking what? Oh, <laughs> you're looking at this backwards. You're looking at bottle numbers. If it, right, I'm going by bottle number. If I'm going by how I ranked them, it would be three, one, two, four. Three, one, two, four. If, three, him, if you're going by how I ranked it, three one. Two, this one. Is, you, now you see why is, no, this is we've confusing. Made, we've made Ian's point. All right, so let's just do it this <laughs> way. Okay. It. Okay. This is bottle number one. Okay. I ranked it second. You ranked it third. Third. You ranked it uh, first. First. And Ian ranked first. it first. First. Yeah. So one one three two. Glenskoshia. And there you, Glen Scotia. you go. You, got, you got your There we go. go. There right. we go. It's the Glen Scotia double cask single malt. And again, I think that one may have
4: come from your whiskey collection. Oh, no, this not? is hilarious! Who's on first? <laughs>
2: third uh, base. Yes. yes. That's why this is. Uh, that's why you should not try this at home, or you should try this at home yeah. during the coronavirus pandemic. Look, look, we're dry. doing this so that you don't have you to. to. Right. But you can if you want. That's the good news. All right, bottle number two. I ranked it third.
3: I ranked it second.
2: You ranked it second. Chris? I ranked it third, and so did he. third and third. We actually so have the same profile. Threes honestly. and a two, and the second bottle oh, is old oh, the old wow. granddad. Oh. You wow. were so convinced we had this I in the last segment. I was so yes. convinced. All right, so you can show that one to the camera if you don't mind. Number one, uh, fourteen, old granddad. Number two, I ranked third. Right. Uh, number three, bottle number three coming up. I ranked it number one. You ranked it? I ranked it number one. Number one, Chris? Number two. Number two. And Ian? Number two. Ah. Number two. We actually had the same Old Taylor Single Barrel. Old Taylor Single Barrel. This was yours. uh, You brought this, didn't you, Alan? Great bottle. Uh, bottle. uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor Single Barrel, first and only. I ranked this number one. Uh, What can you tell us about this? It's an allocated product from Uh, E.H. From uh, Buffalo Buffalo Trace. Trace. I'm not familiar with it at all, so I'm, uh, I'm... Thrilled to have been able to t- to taste it.
4: Yeah. So, and it's funny we all ranked this next bottle our last bottle. Yeah. So
2: this was number four for all <clears throat> four all of, us. of us. Hopefully, yeah. it's all not right. a big sponsor. Uh, <laughs>
4: wow. I don't care if it is. Fuck you. <laughs> and
2: it is. Uh-oh. Oh Jameson. <laughs> wow! All right. So here's the crazy oh. thing. We reviewed This is the Jameson's Blender's Dog. We reviewed this. This shows you how subjective this can all be. Because we reviewed this last week on the show. Very highly. And we loved it. Sure. Like we went wow. on and on about it. It was so delicious. What's the proof? And on yet that? it uh it ranked out. This is a forty-three uh, percent eighty-six proof. Uh but this is the Jamerson's uh blender series, and this is done by head blender Billy Layton Um it's Triple distilled, as most Irish whiskey is, I guess uh, But this, man, we did an Irish whiskey show last week And this was our favorite of the whole show Yes, true We sampled a wow. number of Irish whiskeys A number of good ones Did y'all have McGregor's on? So this is, no, we didn't have McGregor's <laughs> uh, But we did We did have uh, uh, quite, a few, quite a few different whiskeys Oh, Ian, help me out here We loved this last yeah, week Yeah, we did, we actually raved
0: about it that's why these blind taste tests, I think, to me, are so interesting. Well, so not only that, let's talk about the blind taste test for just a second, okay? So the blind taste test means you're not drinking the label. Right, so, right. So you get to try it without the preconception of how much it costs. You get to try it without the preconception. Of, but everything you try before does have an influence on it. And what's sure. interesting about this is, uh, and I'm not trying to defend us necessarily. Where did it go? Oh, yeah. There it is. Okay. I'm not trying to necessarily defend us with that, but we were drinking uh, nothing but Irish whiskeys next week and we or last week and we picked this as uh, probably our favorite out mm-hmm. of all of them. I think it was a clear favorite, yeah, uh, easily. And I remember even like pouring an extra glass at the end of the show. And what's interesting about that is uh, how much the previous whiskeys influenced. So I think one of the mistakes we may be making. And it's a happy mistake, and we can keep making it because it's awesome. Is that we're drinking so many whiskeys today, right.
2: and and this is and certainly influenced. I mean, the everything whi- is going to influence I, the palate. I rated that four out of four, but the one we had just prior to it, I ranked number one. So that is going to have an an impact, I think, on the palate. Now you're how you're doing things. So. Sure, and All that right. E H Taylor is going to be a lot hotter than that Jameson. Yes, thing. for sure. All right, so our final segment is coming up. We'll taste four more whiskeys, and then we will do. Our um, our picks for the uh, whiskeys of the day. Is this our extra segment? No, this nope. is segment segment number five coming up, and uh, we'll do an extra segment where we'll be uh, sitting around drinking the Amrut single malt that uh, Chris brought. So, oh, nice. is
3: that the sherry cask? Yes, it
2: is. That's uh, really good. We'll be right back. It's Smoking and Toastin' show number one seventy eight.
3: 200. How is this In the
1: How beginning How is 178 halfway to, so
4: 100 halfway
2: to 200? A <laughs> but... Welcome back my friend to Smoking and Toastin. Um, You know, it's uh, show number 178, and we are, so in the break, Alan asked, how is that halfway to 200? Which, um, you know, reminds me of the fact that my wife and I had this conversation uh, this week, Ian, about how you and I both enjoy when you take a really bad joke and just keep repeating it.
0: It gets funnier every time. It gets funnier
2: as it goes. See, my wife doesn't see it that way. It gets less and less funny for her. If you but put it on me, a graph, actually. For me, it gets funnier and funnier. So
0: what happens is it starts out funny, yeah. especially if no one else gets it that's kind of funny. Right, right. And then it dips down the next few times you tell it, but then it starts to ramp up. It's a wonderful curve. every yes. time you tell it after that, it's mm-hmm. funnier. Yep. It's no, like your mom it. jokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
3: no, I, you say your mom. I was just thinking your mom's house, the, mm-hmm. they've had some ongoing jokes. Like him talking about the, the length of the intro. Oh sure! Oh, and they like it, they ran it into the ground. I was—I right. stopped listening. Oh, to The, the, the intro to your mom, the music.
4: There's a podcast, a very popular podcast called Your Mom's House. And Sorry, the,
0: my my response was a joke. I oh,
4: gotcha! I got it. I, I was yeah. I was right there with you. My wife is watching, guys. Shout out to Molly. <laughs> hey, Molly. <laughs> yeah, <Hey, Molly. laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: None of that stuff we said we really meant. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I hope <laughs> dinner's warm. You know, or we, else we are. Yeah. Why does it take
0: so long to get to your mom's house? Yeah. It's the line. Uh, oh. I see. There you go. There you go. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yes. Uh,
2: we have uh, our two like favorite guests in the world are on the show with us. Uh, Christopher Hart, of course, the whiskey expert, and Alan Denny, who runs one of the coolest establishments in the Greater Houston Galveston area, which True. is the Galveston Island Cigar Lounge. How's it going down there? Oh man, it's going great. Yeah. Uh,
3: you know, we're bringing new stuff in all the time, gaining members all the time. It's, uh, it's Your blast. humidor's been expanding, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. Dude, okay. I love that.
0: The humidor's awesome. But the deck. Even Allen is pretty okay. But that deck. Most yeah. of the deck time. is pretty cool. Yeah. But that back deck.
2: It's like, Ed, that's a wonder.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> if if you're to be there, old. if you're there, like, if you're in Galveston, even if you don't smoke cigars, Go in there and buy a cigar, and go stand out on the deck and <laughs> yeah. watch sunset. It is amazing. Buy a cigar,
2: and if you don't want to smoke it, you can give it to Alan.
0: He'll smoke it for you. I will. That's right. And you'll I'll let enjoy. you watch. He's amazing like that.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm just so like, I don't know. I, I almost feel like a part of it somehow. Like being able to, to like cheer you on as you do this thing down there. It's Man.
3: so cool. It's y'all's world, I'm just living in it. Well, you know, yeah. All yes, our-
0: but you're the guy with the cigars, so <laughs> that makes you one of the most <laughs> important guys
3: in the world, you know? Yeah.
0: Do you guys ever think to yourself, oh my gosh, I have to taste another whiskey and I'm just tired of this? No. No. I never think that either one. Not once. I hadn't thought of that at all. Uh,
2: (laughs) So speaking of whiskey, uh, we are into our fifth and final segment here. So we have four more whiskeys to taste. And here comes the first one. Chris, you have a look on your face, so go.
4: Yeah, I haven't tasted it yet. Oh. I just smelled it. Okay. That is definitely that beam decanter I brought. Okay. That's so you old. brought a
2: beautiful decanter of whiskey.
4: Yep, from 19. I, I don't know. the. I, I want to say it's late 80s. There's, so
2: is the whiskey in it what was originally in it? Yeah, 175
4: months old back then. Fun fact uh, they couldn't sell whiskey fast enough. So 10 uh, year old whiskey didn't sound good. So what they would do is they'd list it in months oh. as a selling point. Oh, 175 so months. So the number was bigger. Yeah, 175 this months.
0: This is. Stupidly smooth. Yeah.
4: yeah. And the, mm. and there's a particular note. What does note. smooth taste
0: like? It tastes like like this. <laughs> it tastes deliciousness.
4: But there's this particular note in Old Dusty Beam, a lot of Old Dusty's period that kind of smells like glue, Old Elmer's glue. Wow, I wouldn't have uh, like thought that, but and, yeah. And that, without even tasting it, I'm I am willing to, to bet. Of course. So, I mean, I've gotten a few right so far, <laughs> but I'm willing to bet this is that old beam decanter that, that our buddy Wheels of Steel has have
0: so this, I, I have no idea what it is, but it's stupidly smooth. Like, this is delicious. So
2: I was going to say smooth being a good thing in this case, right?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. This is smooth, delicious malt. Yeah. Like, it's very big malt round forward. malt. Uh, what's funny about it is it, it doesn't have a lot of uh, oaky or barrel flavors nope, that it sure doesn't. that you expect a lot of. So He f-
4: wrote down stupid smooth and spelled it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much he loves it. He spelled it with two O's. How's that? What smooth has two
2: O's? No, it's
0: stupid smooth. It's not stupid smooth. <laughs> oh, that's, stupid a smooth. Stupid that's a word. That's a word. That's that's lingo. What's the? Do you know what lingo. the proof is on the decanter?
3: Just
4: uh, I'm willing to bet eighty six, give or take.
2: Could not be. only is stupid with <laughs> two O's, uh, is that lingo?
3: No, it's stupid.
2: Look, look right, I'll put her right exactly. There. That's what I'm. It, it's it's lingo. It's it, it's legit. And then the other thing was And then I
0: obviously misspelled smooth because I used a TH, so then I respelled it with a V.
2: Well, I was Stupid just about to smooth. say that's, that's how it's supposed to be. Because that's smooth. what I thought he was talking it's about. Smooth, yeah. Like yeah. smooth jazz.
4: Yeah, I would bet my marriage that that is the bean decanter. <laughs> oh,
2: he's going <laughs> yeah. on. And, yeah. and your wife is watching, so I mean, this I, is good. I, I doubt she's watching can, this Can long. I have her phone
3: number? Dude, I will be texting her immediately Um, if it's not. You stay away from her. You're
4: the only one I'm worried
3: about. (laughs) I'm so married, he doesn't even care. He's like, whatever. This (laughs) is an
2: important thing. All right, that was good. I will say that. That was good. Uh, That was uh, whiskey number one. Here comes
0: whiskey number two. are you going to do the Matt Dillon at the end of this? By the way, I am not going to do. I've heard that, that at you've all. done a Matt. My Dillon wife says she's still of. watching. God no, damn! It. Okay,
4: good. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I for so, sure thought it was thirty seconds. So not <laughs>
2: to, not to ask you this question in front of your wife, but have you ever like cheated on her? <laughs> 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 not to ask you in front of your wife if you hit her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not to ask you in front of your wife, but have you ever done the Matt Dillon?
4: Uh, yeah, I did it at that, uh... The Isla Tasting. Yeah, the Isla Tasting. There was a oh, yeah. dump bowl. And oh, uh, I stupidly, with Jean Oh, my Beck, God.
0: This is delicious.
4: ...drank it. This smells like scotch, too, by the way. I get floral this is right off the definitely root. scotch. Nothing Mmm.
0: Mm-hmm. This is scotch. Yeah, scotch. Wait, so how I can you even read my handwriting? It's all fucked up.
4: Well, the O's are pretty... The only thing I can read. I didn't get I'm a am pretty sure the, the thing next to it's a T or a Q. Good luck with
2: that. Yeah, I didn't get a lot on the nose, but this is definitely a scotch. Oh, this is delicious. You can tell it's scotch, and it is delicious. And it feels like it's got a little age. Yeah, I'm very happy with that. Whatever that is. When I say age, I don't mean like a 30 year, but like this is.
3: uh, It's good. It. So the first one we tasted, it wasn't overwhelming, but it wasn't underwhelming. That's the same thing I get with the scotch. It's not really overwhelming, but it's not something that I would. You know, turned so, down.
2: Chris, let me ask you this. Obviously, your um, the Houston Bourbon Society is much more focused on bourbon than Scotch. But where, I disagree. You,
4: oh, okay, so Sorry. tell me. So I, 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 I know that's not the point of your yeah, no, whatever you're about to, to yeah. say. Yeah. But I, I think it started at Houston Bourbon Society, and there's been many jokes of the years, like why do we call it that? Mm-hmm. Because we've done several rum picks. We're doing several rum picks this year. We're course, also yeah. about to release a statewide release of Armagnac and XO mm-hmm. blend. Or the uh, cognac that we just did we oh, just did it oh, we just sold five hundred oh, bottles of cognac oh, in, a, in, a, in less than a week, oh. so we 're the houston booze society is basically what we are. <laughs> we love good beers, we love good whiskey, we love good cognac, good rum if it 's good it 's good. so how does it stack up for you? are you would you say that in general you 're more of
2: a bourbon guy than a scotch guy or an Irish whiskey guy or whatever the more
4: bourbon than non bourbon when it comes to whiskey so i Fell in love with Scotch because of my wife and, and her family, and uh, I would say that my original love was Scotch. But you you can't be in the group without finding your way through a few bottles of great bourbon. So yeah, I'm um, I, I I'm all over the place. I mean, we've talked about adding a second event of the year. We we did a, a fall dinner a few years ago for the social. We've talked about bringing it back, but having just Mexican-based spirits—sotol, agave, tequila—that yeah, yeah. would mezcal, be fantastic. Yeah, yes, yeah. mezcal. Yeah, absolutely. So
2: we're—I'm all over the place. I'm fans of—I'm a fan of the tequila. Oh, I know you are. I can tell you this: you and rum both. You, yeah, you guys tequila. have a little bit of a love affair. <laughs> yeah. Tequila and rum have a little thing going on with me. All right, we're moving to uh, spirit number three, whiskey number three, and the Matt Dillon is growing bigger and bigger, and. Uh, here we go with our uh, second to last tasting. Oh, here. here. Um, the, the Matt Dillon's becoming mm. a Bob Dillon. Yeah.
4: <laughs> he, he pushed the cup forward too. But yeah, oh, gotcha. Go. All right. Genesis yeah, Number good. three. The nose on this is just gross. Oh.
2: So this is so interesting.
4: No, not a fan. There's nothing. Yeah.
2: Meh.
0: This is a weird. Uh, Conglomeration of savory spices and bad liquor. Yeah, this is actual glue.
4: <clears throat> Doesn't just smell like glue. There's so many bad decisions. So in that glass. straight
0: from the horse. So
2: this reminds me of like being at someone's party and they don't have that much to choose from. Sure. So you pour one of the whiskeys they do have and this is kind of and like what you got
4: yeah what you got yeah yeah not happy and with that go, at all and you go well it's whiskey this
0: you know what did he grab somebody's Matt dillon and make this like
4: yeah so i've told people before that uh, you know texas profile for texas whiskey is just different it's a different lane this is actually not good whatever this is it's 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 not good yeah. cheap sourced bourbon or cheap young bourbon but it's yeah, not from texas yeah this is bad yeah it's not so
2: you're okay if this winds up being one of the sponsors of your show, it's right? definitely not one of my sponsors. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I love the confidence with which you only that.
4: because only because we don't accept sponsorship unless we like what they have. Right. Yeah. Right. So, we're a, so we're a huge Amroot fan. We're a huge Lecheg fan. Bunahaben, Bunahaben. Even even our friend uh, Alan loves Bunahaben. This is not good.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. So that's number three. Dude, that one's starting to
4: give now, me. If it's a like, social of the, I'm sorry. If it's a sponsor of the social, like I'll be that's a almost nervous.
0: instant heartburn. What did we just drink? Jesus,
3: that's it, not good. I, Hot glue.
0: We will find out
2: shortly, uh, but in the meantime, here is our final whiskey of the blind taste test. You Can you believe it. we've made it through fourteen? Ooh,
4: this tastes like lemongrass or smells like lemongrass. Oh, grass. it, oh, really, wow, it yeah. really does. <laughs>
2: Or maybe that's the dish detergent used uh, on the. Uh, oh,
4: that would be messed up if we're smelling Dawn dish yeah. stuff.
2: <laughs> <while we're, like, laughs> Lemongrass <laughs> lemon dish detergent used to wash out the Glim Molly, did you clean
4: these like he said you did? Is this gin? Is this gin? This is the trick. This is freaking gin. Uh, <laughs> Adam's got jokes. Uh, this is gin. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs>
3: It ain't uh, burning. That's not whiskey.
2: Uh, Ian, you wanna come clean? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Jesus
3: Christ. How you? do you pick anything out of these I four? love
4: I love a good gin, but that tastes like Satan's asshole. Gentlemen. That's not that's not, that's not good at all. Oh gentlemen <laughs> Gentlemen.
2: We've Welcome to the punked. show. You have just been malorded. <laughs> We've been punked. Ian brought malord yeah. and snuck it in. <laughs> yeah. That was not actually our final yeah. whiskey. I'm yeah, so yeah. glad I saved this until yeah. now. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I stand
4: by my Satan's asshole let me, remark.
2: Let me just say, this it was son of quite a, bitch. a deal to have malord out of a Glencairn. <laughs> oh.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, <sorry. laughs> I will say this the nose on it at first was lemon yeah glass. I was like that's fantastic yeah 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 I <laughs> <Honestly, Honestly>, like <laughs> honestly I really thought it was the
2: cleaning solution used to clean the glasses ugh. and then I uh, and then I tasted it and I wished it was the cleaning solution because I think that's definitely
0: that. malort
4: so that was know? number four right <laughs> no
2: that one actually doesn't count we have a final whiskey correct <laughs> correct adam good luck getting them or was that here. number four that was Oh, that was number four. That was All number right, four. Yeah. Well,
4: this is one, two, three, four. It's pretty yeah. simple. Yep, yep. I okay. think you're right. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh
2: Lord, it's 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 tainted hey, my mouth. Can you pass over that Taylor? Well, <laughs> yeah. I will just tell you that I think
4: you got a bottle of bleach back there. We can you, use. To you said,
2: <laughs> I can't believe you waited till the end to pull that on us because now we've like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Woo. All right. So, gentlemen. Uh I heard you say one, two, three, four. Chris. One two three four. That is exactly my ranking yeah. for these. Yes. Uh,
0: I, I actually did that same too. Same for all of us. Okay. What so, were they?
2: For the first time we all ranked these in the same order. Yeah. So number one, which we Melorc uh, kinda gets favorite. its own ranking though. Yeah, Yeah, one, two, two, three, nine. (laughs) Yeah,
4: yeah, I called that. (laughs) All right, so the first one was,
2: in fact, uh, the the beam decanter. The magic decanter. Nice, you're still married. Chris, tell us
4: what this is. I'm willing to bet my marriage. Yeah, this is 175 months old. It is a beam decanter to celebrate the 175th anniversary of the distillery. And uh, do the math, divide by 12, that's how old it is. And, uh, yeah, that's just a solid, really great representation. So, uh, yeah, it was
0: super smooth. And not like that was the one that wasn't real woody at all either. Mm -hmm. It was very, like. Smooth and direct. I'm sorry. I still have this
2: malort taste in my eyes. It's still there. It's
4: horrible. It's still there. Oh, you know,
0: my favorite part of that is as soon as I put that to my nose, I was like, oh, Adam, do we have any more cups
2: over there or are we out? Uh, All right. Yeah, I got to have something to (laughs) do.
3: This will kill it.
0: Wash the malort away. (laughs) Wow. Malort, tonight's the night you fight your dad. (laughs) That is like the greatest slogan ever (laughs) the name that
3: shall not be spoken.
0: Uh, all right. So, number one. Have you one, ever actually know, tried Malort before? Uh,
4: yeah, many times. Um, <laughs> never blind, though. So, that was interesting. Yeah.
2: And, <laughs> but just, and we, it was funny. We were all like, ooh, lemongrass. Like, <laughs> I feel like such an idiot. Okay, Adam, what was number two? <laughs> we all ranked uh, number one, which was the beam decanter, uh, number one of that segment. Number two was, ah, oh, oh, there the it Santa. is. The La Santa, the sherry cask finish. Glenmore and G. And I, I wrote and that down as
0: delicious and scotch. Yep.
2: yep. And you want to uh, uh, show that to the camera? We may need to move the beam decanter
0: there
3: and make yep, sure we get it. Absolutely. Don't drop it.
0: This is one that's on my shelf at all times. It's that's so good. a really wonderful, yeah, wonderful whiskey.
3: Yeah, it really
2: is. All right, so that showed up number two in this segment, number three.
0: Oh. The, Weller. oh, the Weller Special Reserve. Was this one you brought, Chris? Yep, that's another one of mine. Yeah, yep. Right.
4: yep. Uh, that's a. Uh, What's
0: funny is I put, fuck that, I didn't like this one at all.
4: Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that's uh, the lowest end of the Weller line, and great for movies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> great for movies. Because it'll fit in your hip pocket. That's yeah, correct. That's right. That's, that's absolutely right. Yeah. All right, and finally, number four, we might as well show the bottle for, uh, <laughs> Ian, I'll just hand this to you. It's still in my mouth. Carly uh. Rae Jepsen's <laughs> Malort. It's not going uh. away anytime soon, by the so, way. So, Ian, real quickly, tell the Malort story. Uh, why is this even a thing?
0: So, Malort is a Chicago thing, and Jepsen's Malort. So is crime. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it there.
4: It's not a good thing.
0: So is, what was the
2: dude, who was the politician there, the guy that would, not Blagojevich? The guy that like wouldn't go to jail, remember him? He was the mayor, and then he like wouldn't go to jail or whatever.
0: You know, I don't, I don't know that, but um, I know that Jefferson, uh, Jeffersons Mallort got through, um, uh, like all the years of uh, prohibition, uh, prohibition and everything, because it was a medicine. It's wormwood, so it actually will cleanse you of uh, worms. It'll cleanse you of a lot of stuff. I have. Yeah, heard of. and yeah. Uh, it was, so it was medicinal and everything else. And there's a lot of people that really love Malort. And one of my good friends. Okay, name one. So one of my friends actually, and he should probably be on here watching this, gave me this bottle of Malort. And he mentioned when I said, so the first time I let, let me let me back up just a second. The first time I ever tried this, he poured everybody a glass, and he's like, "Okay, everybody do a shot." And I put it to my nose, and I halted. And I took a small sip And then I got angry I was like What The hell is wrong with you (laughs) What are you trying to do this to me And he absolutely couldn't understand Like the lack of understanding in his eyes made me actually take pity on him. So what are you saying? He liked my Lord. He loves this stuff. Oh, wow. And he wanted to share it with friends. So this wasn't a joke like when you no, brought he was, it to me on the show or today. Oh, no, no, When I brought it to you on the show and today was definitely a joke. However, when he shared it, no, he was sharing the love of this Chicago spirit. Wow. And uh, it is... Uh, it, it, it's got its own following, and it's got its own taste. That's for sure. And it and everybody does. here is still tasting this except for me because as soon as I smelled it, I was like, "Oh hell no, I'm not drinking." Oh, it Oh yeah, so you were, yeah.
2: Well, you were <laughs> in oh, on the. By joke.
0: by the way, you guys, um, I would like to say I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm <laughs> not actually. I think that's hilarious. All right, guys, I tell you what, we're
2: gonna do. We're gonna wrap the show up, and then we're gonna come back for a bonus segment where we're gonna try to do something to get the malort out of our system. <laughs> Uh, Chris Hart will uh, do the uh, the honors with our. Uh, nope, uh, no, no. I'm not gonna drink that.
4: Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I don't want Corona. No,
2: you you've done this before. Yeah, no, yeah, Matt
4: yeah. Dillon. That was before. All right, well, that was I, in the before time. Then, yeah, yeah, then yeah. at
2: the very least, we will enjoy some of your Amrut single malt. Absolutely, that's uh, a uh, nice sherry show. sherry yeah, bottle there. That'll uh, that'll uh, finish off the show. But what we'll also do is we will all reveal our top five of the day. So sure. we've done we've done fourteen whiskeys. Which ones did you enjoy the most? We'll rank them one to five, and that'll be our bonus segment. So for those of you uh, leaving us now, thank you for uh, enjoying Smoking and Toasting. We hope you enjoyed our blind taste test. Uh, we fully intend to be back here next week, coronavirus be damned. So, uh, uh, join us and thank you for listening. And uh, cheers, everybody! Cheers, cheers, guys! Thanks for having us. So, this segment coming up.
4: Salut. Ian doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have <laughs>
2: Is that the call. Yeah,
1: that's all. some HTC. bacon